Welcome, Internet, to the Play Some Video Games podcast. It's your boy, Dad Ninja Dev, joined as always by Donnie Eat the Hype Reese and Delvin Swagadelish Cox. I don't know. Swaggy P's in the house. Swaggy D. <laughs> yeah, Swaggy D's. <laughs> Swaggy D's. <laughs> Swaggy knees is hilarious. Oh, man. <laughs> What's up, gentlemen? It's the second night of NBA, and we have been talking a lot of basketball leading up to the show tonight. It's, You're it's off stuff. and running. I'm so happy the NBA is back. Mm-hmm. So excited. Yeah, it's good. Good to have NBA back. Good to have something else out there to watch and, or not watch, depending on how busy you are. I love NBA basketball. NBA basketball is always fun. It's better than that shit D-Life was talking about. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what the fuck he was on. He was on some some serious random shenanigan nonsense. Had the yeah. wrong thing on the television. Clearly. Hey guys, I'm watching this. Shut up. Go fix computers. <laughs> <laughs> Go fix a goddamn Game Boy Pocket or some shit. You know say, I think you mean phone. I don't know. Leave us adults alone. <laughs> that bullshit you're coming there with. Mad nonsense. All right, well, let's just jump right into it. Donnie, let's start with you. How was your week, man? What you been playing? What you been up to? Pretty good. Um, still trying to check the cap score. Clock hasn't moved. Um, yeah, yeah, it's been fun. I, I, I haven't played a, a whole terrible lot, actually, since Sunday. Um, played a lot of Mario last week, but I just haven't had a whole lot of time to play. I've been real busy with work and family this that. week. I went to the doctor yesterday and got my bill of unhealth and um, <laughs> oh. bill of unhealth. Yeah. Got yeah, my flu shot right. and got my booster shot. So oh, that's I'm, good. All, I'm all kitted up. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm ready for Halloween. I'm not, I'm not particularly like too enthusiastic this evening. Um, on the gaming front, uh, I bought a ton of switch games, like just like a dozen switch games. Uh, I told Delvin on, on Shaq, I mean, there's a great sale going on. Anybody out there that's not like anything, anything that I was really interested in and seemingly is on sale. Yeah. Like everything is on sale. I saw that. <laughs> yeah, like Dragon Ball's on sale. Castlevania's on sale. I got Super Meat Boy for a buck. Um, My free copy of Metal Gear came in from Best Buy. So I got that on Switch. I also got Metal Gear Collection on PC. It doesn't work on my ally. I was going to say, I'm sorry that you got it on PC because that thing is atrocious. Yeah. If you like, I always play on my ally at 720. So mm-hmm. if you have the screen set to 720, it only plays in Windows mode. You can't go into full screen mode. It just doesn't. Oh, play. like the, the 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 ROM the game only the sees is broken. <laughs> the the game only sees full screen, I guess, as 1080p. Like it has to yeah. be 1080p. Um, my triggers don't work now. I've been talking to some other people that have allies. Theirs works. They're like, yeah, we have no problem. I have no idea why mine doesn't work. <laughs> I really Christ. don't. I tried remapping. Look, when I go into the Steam controller settings, total, I see it. My triggers are there. I get full function. I can see the stuff going up and down. I've remapped. I've mapped again. I've tried doing the Steam profile. I have no idea why it doesn't work. They work in other games. It's not like it. they don't work at all. They work in every other game that I've booted. They just don't work in, in the Metal Gear game. I don't know Metal why. Gear. Now, and to be fair, I think and this may be part of the issue. Cause I did not clarify what other games people were playing. So the one mm. person who told me that it's playing, I noticed later 
he's specifically playing Metal Gear Solid 3. I haven't I tried Metal Gear Solid 3. I'm playing Metal Gear Solid, and they don't work. So if you don't have the triggers, and I can't change weapons or guns or get rations or anything, like we are going full peaceful playthrough. We got to play the whole game. That's not good. If you can do that. <laughs> um. So yeah, uh, I'm not going to play it on the Ally anyway. Um. I did. I played it a little bit on my on PC, like with my controller and everything, uh, in much bigger resolution and everything and it plays great it's it's metal gear i mean the port is not um i don't think it's particularly well received um as you mentioned the pc version has lots of problems Uh, um you can't go full screen out of resolution i've heard like the mouse like mouse doesn't work i've heard other people saying controller doesn't work work that like people that are playing with a controller have found out that you have to shoot with the keyboard and like yeah (laughs) it's busted yeah. It's busted as all hell. It, I don't even understand. Like, how does this get through QA? Like, it doesn't make it does doesn't Steam make any have sense. QA? I think people could just publish. They just self. I wasn't even thinking about Steam Q. I'm talking about just like Konami. Like, why did you oh, let they this don't even? <laughs> like, damn. At all. There's already piece. There's already ports that work better. How? How does this yeah, happen? That's true. That's true. I mean, they coming in hot. They told us a week ago. That they had a fixes, right? Remember when I shared that article? They were like, we'll have a patch yeah. coming after launch. We're like, why? These games have been these games like, are 30, 40 years old. They what is it you say you do here? <sighs> it's um it's an interesting bunch to say the least. Yeah. So just madness. Absolute madness. Um yeah, so I, I played a little bit of that. Grand Theft Auto is on sale on Switch. I played a little GTA. I got those. Finally picked those up on Switch just to have. Kind of telling myself that like... How many those games do you have now? How many? Enough. Enough. <laughs> um, I try to tell myself that I'm like... Grand Theft Auto. I'm playing the futures. That like they'll be great on like Switch 2. I'll have like a really great portable <laughs> version of Grand Theft Auto. Um, here's, so you're lying to yourself. No. No, I think there's a chance that that happens. It's possible. Yeah, and um, if it's not backwards compatible, that would be even just that woo. would be hilarious. I was gonna try to boot. <laughs> oh, into, I'd be mad. I was gonna try to boot into another Metal Gear. I actually haven't even tried. I'm gonna try booting into like Metal Gear Two or something. See what happens. Metal Gear. Um, <clears throat> they actually don't look. I also got Red Dead. Um, Red Dead Redemption for Switch. So I'm like. What just did che- you get? Like, checking Jesus all my Christ. boxes. I got a lot of stuff for Switch. I got just stuff that were on my wish list that was like one or two bucks. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to get like a $40 gift card here and just go nuts. I got Kakarot for Jack. Uh, he loves that game. I love that game. We don't have it on Switch. We've had it on. He's been playing it on my PC and stuff. So I was like, let's let's try this. Um, <clears throat> Grand Theft Auto plays and actually looks fine on Switch. They're They're... Cars are metallic, surfaces are shiny, lights are glowy, like everything looks good until you start driving fast. Oh, no. And then oh. it just starts to, and it really starts to get kind of choppy and clippy. And um, the characters this game running, ran on PlayStation 2. Like oh, yeah. it should be fine to run backwards. on these systems. What the hell? Well, we've talked about how terrible those GTA ports are just in yeah. general. Like they're just bad. Um, I mean, I've got a what an infinitely more powerful PC still doesn't run like solidly. Right. So the ports, yeah, those ports are just terrible. 
Um, but it is Grand Theft Auto. If you don't mind playing at 30, it is playable on Switch, but I mean, I wouldn't recommend it. It's, you know, it's kind of a choppy, like it's not very enjoyable. Like if I was in a pinch, like in a doctor's office, why not knock yourself out, right? But like if given the option to play it somewhere else, would I play it there? I wouldn't. <laughs> like if that's only if this is your yeah. only option. Um, Red Dead, on the other hand, though, Red Dead is great on Switch. Oh, like, that's really nice. Yeah. I was really <laughs> impressed. Um, I was expecting it to be like muddier. Like a lot of, there's a lot of Switch, not just ports, but there's a lot of ports, but demanding Switch games can look like there's a coat of oil on the screen. They get real blurry. Like, like even the playable ones, like Doom is a muddy, blurry, like if you really focus in on it, it gets real, like Bayonetta 3, you know, Outer Worlds, like these, ugh, it's not great. Wolfenstein. Uh, yeah, Red Dead didn't have anything like that. Red Dead looks like Red Dead. It looks just like it did when you played it the first time. It probably looks better than you did the first time. On PlayStation so. 3. So we got the PlayStation 3 game working. The PS2 game, we just, same company. Same thing. We can't seem to... Well, you remember, I don't think, did Grove Street do, I don't I think it's a Grove no Street idea. problem. Rockstar should, should treat their, their well, yeah. products better. So should Naughty Dog. Be better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just, come on! There's good port studios and there's bad port studios. Um, So yeah, but I, I, did, I did stroll around in Red Dead for a little bit and I would wholly recommend anybody that wants to get into Red Dead or thinking about it or tempted you want that thing on your switch buy it because uh it's pretty nice it it's draw distance wise can get a little muddy if you start looking out at like the grass out in the distance um weird thing i don't even know how best to explain it um when it's docked i get the impression there's like either some i don't want to say weird some anti-aliasing issues. Maybe it's texture filtering, filtering, if not the resolutions being like checkerboarded altogether. Because yeah. when it's docked and, and it scales up to 1080, it looks great. If you're not like paying too close attention to like the, the picture, I'm afraid to even say this because I'm afraid I'm going to like ruin somebody's experience. <laughs> you know, like they don't see it. And then I explain to them what to look for. And all of a sudden they, they see it. But like I see it. And I know it's there when you're panning the camera, you can kind of see like scan lines, you know, like every so often. And when you pan horizontally, you see them horizontally and you pan vertically, you see them vertically. It reminds me of like checkerboarding. Like when you, when I've seen checkerboarded yeah. upscaling, that's what it reminds me of. But I don't know if it's checkerboarding. I actually tried to get close to see if I could see like through the pic. Like, I don't think so. I think it's like, it's like some sort of texture filtering because they are really using low texture. So it might be like the layers of the textures that are kind of creating this. It's almost like a banding type of look like, like you'll kind of see columns only when the camera's okay. panning. Like if you stop, it kind of like snaps into place, you know, hmm. but um, <clears throat> it doesn't really matter if you don't pay attention to it. You won't see it. You can just play the game. Right. If you just kind of look at the picture as a whole, instead of focusing in on the little graphical, you know, nuances. Um, but I mean, that's really it. I've been playing a bunch of little random games here or there when I'm not playing fucking game of the year, super Mario bros wonder. Cause it is amazing. It's <laughs> yes, so it is. good. 
I'm on my last world. I haven't got a chance to play it as much as I wanted to. Like I got to play it a little bit last night. I got to play like two. I've been playing like one and two courses at a time. Whereas I want to just sit down and play it for like four hours. And I just yeah. haven't had the time to really squeeze it in. Um, I played for about 30 minutes before we started the show. Had a lot of fun going through. Um, I think my, and I'm sure there's extra worlds. I've already found a secret world. So I'm sure once I get the kind of the game objective out of the way, I'm sure like a Bowser world or four or whatever will pop up. I'm sure I'm not close to the end. Um, and I'm not even trying to like get to the end. I'm just really, really enjoying it. Um, I gushed about it. What I feel like too long on check. I don't want to just regurgitate all of that here. I'll just say that it's great. Um, I'm liking it quite a bit. I'm really enjoying playing as different characters. It just, after a while, I kind of get bored, you know, with just the same character. So just being able to just mix it up every now and again is fun. I find that the badges are adding a ton of replayability because uh, what I didn't know Sunday that I know now, so just to try and say something new, um, there's a lot of replayability in these courses because once you start trying to hunt for secrets, you'll realize that some secrets you can't reach without a certain badge or a certain power-up. So if you're not really using those, you may not be able to come across those. So you'll have to go through the levels multiple times, which is a, a great staple of like a good Mario game. Um, also later on, like I am running into way more challenge than I was expecting. I just not hard by any means. Um, but all of the talk out of the review cycle is how easy of a game it is. And I think mm. they may be using the word easy when they mean accessible because there are ways to fudge and cheese the game that like the game allows, like with the Yoshi characters and other things, lives are plentiful. It's not hard. But if you're trying to 100% it and you're trying to find secret exits and you're trying to collect all the coins and collect all the flowers and everything, it is hard. <laughs> and there are some just some downright hard courses. Um, I was at this one course last night. I just played it. I may have died 16, 15, 20 times on this Damn. one course. I just kept going. Kept, I was like, oh, you just damn girl. And uh, <laughs> I, got, I got through it. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's there's some challenge there. It's not an overly challenging game, but like the challenge the courses that are challenging are very challenging um for a normal mario game so i think there's a really good balance of something for everybody and i do love that there's so many courses that like you can beat the campaign without playing the hard ones they're not required you don't have to beat them to advance there's so many flowers or they give you options so like if you just can't beat a course that's too hard for you don't skip it go to another one get those flowers and go take on the castle and move forward. Mm. Like I really like that. It's a Mario wonder is a great example of like, <laughs> like just an excellent, like an excellent Nintendo game. It just kind of proliferates everything that I think people love about Nintendo, like in one game, it's a shining example of like what makes Nintendo great. Um, and it's, it's incredible. I love it. Um, I'm sure but my I, son will be very excited to play it. I'm talking and I've talked for 15 minutes, so I'll shut up now. It's all good. No, you're good. You know that people love to hear your your reviews and your your ideas and thoughts on games because you go in depth. So it's all good. We're all just mesmerized listening to you talk about Mario Wonder and how great a game it is. So tell me how great Spider-Man is, because I have been seeing some amazing things. It is the amazing Spider-Man after all. It's true. The amazing Spider-Man. Spider-Man. <clears throat> yeah. I'm having a blast with it. Um, really, really enjoying it. Um, 
story is 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 fun. I enjoy just existing in that world. What they've done with the city and the traversal has just been absolutely incredible. Um, I find myself trying to just prolong not doing missions and doing all the side stuff and trying to find all the side activities just to exist longer in the world, just based on all the talk of how short the game is. Um, so far, uh, I don't know how many hours I put into it, actually. I have absolutely no idea. I don't know how far into the game I am, but I really enjoy where the story is going. I enjoy um, just the character interaction between Miles, Harry, Peter, and MJ so far. Um, it's just been a really, really fun dynamic between all of them and watching how they all interact. And then also with uh, Miles and Genki. Um, it's been really cool. J. Jonah Jameson, just all the characters in that world. Uh, it, it's just the way they're progressing everything. Even the villains and some of the turns they have taken uh, have been really good. The opening uh, gameplay with Sandman was really dope. Uh it's it's crazy because I look back at like the original like Spider-Man 2018 and Miles Morales and how good it looks. And this game looks better somehow and it plays better. Everything feels more fluid. And like I said, the traversal is just absolutely incredible. The addition of the web wings and how much bigger the game feels is insane. Like the original game felt big. Like that map felt huge. And somehow it feels it's the same map with an addition, but it the original portion of the map just feels so much bigger, so much more expansive, which is just absolutely ridiculous. And sorry to interrupt just, you. So I've got Metal Gear here, which by the way looks really looks nice on this. Triggers totally work in Metal Gear too. So it's mm-hmm. just Metal Gear. It's yeah, just Metal Gear the port's just fucking God. busted, guys. Yep. <laughs> Like at this point, I was thinking maybe it's me, maybe it's something that I've got going on with my ally that doesn't work. But no, now I'm just talking up to the game. The game is just shit. (laughs) (laughs) Terrible. Look at it. It's not me. It's you. Yeah, I mean, like, what else could I say at this point? It has to be right. Like, if the damn thing works, if it works in, in in the same game in a different different file, but Metal Gear Solid, it just doesn't. I'm glad I got a free Switch copy. I just play Metal Gear Solid over there instead sorry to interrupt you but oh, I, I wanted to shame i never even thought to try the other games yet <laughs> <laughs> that is asinine that that mm. does not work but yeah i mean i'm all here i'm here for miles i'm here for spider spider-man i'm ready to play i'm ready to get back into it like i really just want to yes. go back and, and play some more it's just fantastic so yeah what about you Devin? how, how are you enjoying your time with spider-man it's great. It's everything you said. The web wings help you traverse the world a lot better. Dude, that stuff looks dope. Some of the videos I've seen of yeah. people like swinging and jumping and then flying and zooming under bridges and something like this is insane. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, the skill tree is very robust. Burst oh yeah, because you have a skill tree for Miles, you have a skill tree for Peter, and you have a skill tree for both of them. And it doesn't seem like it's it's a lot to get to, and it's a lot of things you can that mm-hmm. add to the characters and things like that. The game is fantastic. It feels like going from Arkham Asylum to Arkham City, really. Wow! And I mm. think you know it's a good comparison. And, and, and you know, and I think it's really good to see that it, it feels like the same game, but it's so much more you can do in it that makes it more fun. And the story from 
what I played so far. I've been playing this morning, but I've been playing Mario Wonder because I because since both games are short, I said I could probably finish one and just go right back to the other one. And Spider Man story is bringing me in really well. It's a little bit more of a darker story than the first game, and I think the first game has some dark elements to it, but this one goes places, and yeah. I, I'm really enjoying that that element of it. I'm enjoying the villains that they have in the universe because, you know, they're classic Spider-Man villains. One thing that I like about this game a lot is is that this game very much feels like its own universe. Yeah. It feels like its own universe as opposed to not feeling like, all right, this is just from the comic books. Yes, there's elements that connect to the comic books, but this feels like, no, we're doing our own thing. And because Mm -hmm. we're doing our own thing, we can take liberties with certain characters and change things to fit our universe. And I think because of that, I think that's what makes this really stand out. And I, I like the fact that, frank, to be frankly speaking, you don't know who is going to come out of it. <laughs> like, you know, you right. don't know who's going to live, you don't know who's going to die, you don't know what's going to happen, you don't know how the game is going to end because it's not going off anything from the comic books. It's not going off, it's its, its own thing. And it seems like they have car blocks to do whatever they want to with, with the characters they, as they please. Like, you know, based off what happened in the first game, that's clearly a thing. Yeah. And I love that the game so far is standing on, on that, that ground and kind of building a foundation on it where there's so many different things happening that are really unique and just specific to the story. And the game has problems. I think there's, it's not major, nothing major, but it's a little small thing. Like, you know, some of the, Side quests can be a little repetitive. There are some ones I'm like, ah, they don't really need to do this. <laughs> but overall, I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying it. I love the fact that with certain side quests, if you do a certain amount of them, it, give, it gives you a story beat to it to kind of explain, mm-hmm. hey, this is why you're doing it. And then it, it's like almost like a, its own story with its own conclusion when you finish the side quest. Yeah. And there's some that are like really cool and really expansive. And then there's some like, huh. Interesting how it turned out. But yeah. I'm really enjoying my time with it because there's so much stuff to do. The world feels very, very alive. And there's always something happening where there's <laughs> cult leaders trying to brand people or right? a whole bunch of other wild, <laughs> wild things. Like, what is going on in this city? <laughs> but it's, it's just so much fun. I, I love the direction this game is going into. It feels very Assassin's Creed in a good way. And I mean, like, like you know, you have all these little markers you can go to, and it always feels like mm-hmm. it's something to do. Like, you, you yeah. can't go, like, five feet without, oh, there's a crime going over here. Oh, there's this thing you got to get over here. Oh, there's this thing you got to get over here. Oh, somebody's calling your headset. So you don't never feel like, oh, I'm bored. It's always yeah. something constantly going on and keeping you entertained. And then you get to the point where they're like, ah, maybe you should be Miles, or maybe you should be Peter. And then when you switch over, it adds to the story even more. So yeah, yeah, it's great so far. Yeah, I love that. Like some of the side quests that they have are picking up um, from the previous games. Like there's a side, a whole side quest is picking up where Spider-Man left off. Like one of the story beats there. Um, Miles has his own stuff that's picking up from his game. So even yes. with within like the main story, there's these side stories that are 
are continuing on from the previous two games, which I think is excellent. So you have these callbacks, things that, that were going on in the previous games that they're continuing on. So the universe, again, it feels like it's its own thing and it feels like so much more alive because of the fact that it's able to pick up where the other games left off and continue on those story beats that may not have been like the main story, but it was something that you did in the, in the game that has an effect. So really enjoying that, that, that part of it as well. Yeah. And it's just so I, damn fun to beat people up. It is very much. So they added so much to the character. There's so much stuff you can do. It's like, Ooh, you really messing these dudes up. Some of these people shouldn't be alive. <laughs> right. <laughs> I know Peter and Miles will be nonviolent, but now nah, some of them cats ain't living. <laughs> yeah, bunch of fools with electricity. I don't know how they're going to survive that one. Yeah, but I think it's great. I think this is a fantastic year for gaming in general. Like I, I said on Chef, yeah, I agree. saying here now that I, I said it on XP, which is coming out really soon. But um, last year when God of War came out, as soon as I played it, I felt like, yeah, this is my game of the year. Hands down, without a fact, this is my favorite game of the year. As soon as I got into it. Playing Spider-Man this year, as much as I love it, I can't just go out the gate and say, yeah, this is my game of the year. I feel like Same, now. actually. It's like I've been playing, like, yo, I have Spider-Man. I have Tears of the Kingdom. I have Mario Wonder. I have so many games I played this year that I absolutely love. It's not a clear-cut thing this year. It's like, no, it's plenty of games that you can honestly say is your game of the year, and it makes perfect sense. Like, I I wouldn't hear an argument. People are saying Baldur's Game. I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> I think that's really cool that we have a, a year in gaming that's so good that um, I, I said it, I, I'm saying it right now. Um, sevens like games that are seven you really don't have time to play because there's so many nines and tens coming out like ah Mm -hmm. that seven is good it's good but i'll get to it when i get to it like i like starfield but starfield to me feels like i'll get to it when i get to it and starfield is a good game from everything i hear but it's too many games right now that's so great and more coming like call of duty's on its way it's it's like uh it's almost like alan wake it's like um I was, it's a lot of games I'm top 10. I'll get to when I get to it because there's so much stuff coming out right now and out that I'm enjoying so much. It's like, oh, you know what? Some of these other things have to wait. But as as last year, I felt like there was a lot more games that were sevens that were like, you know what? I can play this right now and I can, I can have a lot of fun with it. This year, I'm like, mm, really don't have time for it. Yeah, I definitely feel that. I thought for sure Jedi Survivor was going to be my game of the year. Um, and it's not. <laughs> um, yeah this is just a fantastic year for gaming there's just so many damn games to play that are actually really good it's yeah. a wonderful wonderful time to be a gamer and everybody's some, eating that's the cool thing yeah, about it every console eating. has a game like that like every console has a game we're like oh yeah this is our game you know I know people want to rag on Starfield but Starfield's a great game for many people on Xbox then you oh, got yeah. Mario and Tears of the Kingdom on Switch. Then you got Spider-Man over here. You have games on every console. And I think that's dope. Forza, like it's, it's stuff out there. Well, no matter what system you're on, you have something to play that's amazing. I think that's awesome. I saw some sure complaints do. for Spider-Man on Reddit that I was going to throw by you guys. Do you guys find that the enemies are like spongy? 
seen several folks complain that they feel like it's just too many or takes too long. I don't know. I didn't, you know, I didn't dive too deep, and I'm just kind of reading headlines as I was scrolling. If you I'm don't need upgrade, you to upgrade your abilities, hmm, yeah, okay. you have to upgrade. You have to. They, there's literally a part of of the skill. I was wondering if maybe that's strength. kind of what your Assassin's Creed thing was talking about. Yeah, you have to upgrade your strength. And you have to upgrade your health. If you don't upgrade your strength or your health, enemies are going to feel a lot tougher to beat. Isn't it all of them? Isn't that just Spider-Man? I don't think that there was there. Was there like, did you upgrade your strength? Like how hard you hit in the previous Spider-Mans? I don't remember. I don't think you did a thing. I think it was more like gadgets and yeah. But this one, like you can punch harder. You can hit harder. There's different abilities that you have that do more. You can make it so that you hit harder in the air. So if you want to just juggle fools, there's, there's like a whole skill tree that you can like spec into basically nice. to do more damage airborne. Um, but yeah, if you don't like actually look at the skill trees and decide to actually give yourself more strength and yeah, you can be punching these fools forever. Yeah. The other thing that I've seen is that it's short. It is to my knowledge. It is short. I've, I've heard that um, you can platinum it in 30 hours and the main campaign. Haley says she beat it in 15. So that's is that different than the short. other ones? I mean, that's miles. Yeah, it's about the same. Yeah. Relatively speaking, okay. that's about the same. That's not yeah. too bad. <clears throat> I wouldn't go I saying it was so short it when the other games are that short too. I think Miles is a little shorter. Yeah. But Miles was yeah, but it's it's to me it's on par with the regular Spider Man game, I think. Yeah, they and both were, that was the short. thing. It's the same they say it's like the same amount of time for both for both games, which I don't understand why. I remember playing the, games being the so first Spider Man took me longer to beat than Miles. I beat Miles in like a weekend. Yeah. But the yeah, first Miles one was, I think took me a couple shorter. weeks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah it felt like shorter. like like a not 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 in a derogatory way, but it felt like an expansion. Like it could have been like a DLC expansion. Like for yeah. like Horizons expansions. It could have been yeah. something like that. Or last I agree. <clears throat> All right. Well, I'm what? glad you guys are having fun. I saw some suit that I have no idea what it is or anything but it was all black and the dude was like just man he was like zipping off the corners and then he would fly and he'd fly like under the subway and then grab it again and he'd like run off the side of the building and just keep going i mean it, it reminded it, what it made me think of is like how neo flies in the matrix and like i was watching mm-hmm. this and i was like that's what we need like we need this but the matrix <laughs> we need I we think, need sony to get on that <laughs> like we have got well, a studio like, that can do this for you <laughs> i think i know what sudi's talking about I guess I can say it because it's, it's 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 a spoiler, but you There's know it's so coming. Many damn I don't even know what it yeah. is. Yeah, it's not, I, I, I'll, yeah, I'll say this: I've never seen it before. I don't recognize it. It's not There's like a lot a of suits that you probably would have never recognized. There's so yeah. many suits in this game that if you don't know a lot of Spider-Man, you've probably never seen these suits. And even with that, there's some that are just they're just out there. Mm. Yeah. Some weird ones too. Look, he's kind of wearing like a jacket or like a like a like a coat, or like a trench coat or something. I guess maybe like a, like of, maybe like wings. I don't, I'm not sure. Sound like you're talking about Spider-Man Noir. I didn't study it too much, but yeah. it looked cool. It looked dope. It was a really cool display of just traversal. It was very impressive. Traversal is absolutely incredible. The amount of speed it you is. can get, the height you can get, throwing on the web wings and finding like the air currents to just pockets. take you further. Yeah, and then you can also. There's also ability to make it so that you can glide longer and have additional bursts in the air and stuff. Like there's just there's there's just so much to do with the traversal. Like you can probably get from one side of the map to the other 
without even having to like swing. Mm. It's, it's yeah. crazy. Wow. Pretty big map. too. Mm. It's huge. Map is freaking huge. I wouldn't even think of like, is that a good thing for a Spider-Man game? Yeah, absolutely. With the way yeah, you okay. move and how fast you can traverse. Yeah, oh, but I mean, does great. it feel very Spider-Man? Like, isn't Spider-Man the whole thing to be swinging? Yeah, yeah. But again, you like swing. when you want to go from one island to another, and the fact that I there's oh, there's it's no very way to like swing across the very water. Like, it's like very just cause. I've never played just cause. So oh like, yeah, it's like that. Really. Oh. Yeah, kind of. I mean, it's better. Just Cause hasn't been around in a decade. It's better, but like that idea, like that more or less that idea was like very Just Cause. Just Cause did that, you know, that was pretty pretty revolutionary stuff when it did it back in the day, being able to just like paraglide at all times. And now we do it and we do it and we do it in Zelda and we do it in Far Cry and we, you know, like now everybody does it. But Yeah. Yeah, I think the web wings is mainly was put in there more than anything, so you can go from one island to another without having to swing. You can just glide. Yeah, across. so there's nothing to swing. Yeah, yeah, because there's nothing to swing. Sense. And then you can also like slide across the water, boost up, and then boost out again. So yeah, I saw that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yep, Indeed. and it's it's so fluid. I don't even use the fast travel. Like I don't even use that. I just web swing where I want to go. So that's that's good. I mean, that's when you know traversal is good. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even think about using flash travel. I'm like, I'll just fly there. It's cool. Yeah, I haven't even tested fast travel. And the funny thing, you you can unlock fast travel to like almost anywhere once you level up. Like once you do enough stuff in each borough, you uh, you unlock fast travel there. I, I don't even know if I've unlocked fast travel to anywhere because I'm like, for what? I just want to swing yeah. across the world. The traversal feels so good. I don't want to use the fast travel. That's me with like yeah. GTA. I feel very similar. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, still, crazy. I use fast the travel. Fast travel is hella fast. I use fast travel a bit in Zelda, um, but that's just because they, the long distance, man, it'll take you hours to walk over there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It takes a little longer in Zelda. So. Yeah. 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 I use it in cyberpunk because the driving just doesn't feel that great. Oh no. I drive everywhere the whole time. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, I'm fast and I hate that I always yeah. have to find a terminal. I'm like, this sucks. If it was more convenient, if I could just like open my menu and do it, I maybe would. But the fact I'm like, never mind. I'll just throw in some, some radio and. Head over I there. don't like the radio in the game. I think that's the other thing. There's mm-hmm. nothing on that radio that I want to hear. So gotcha. Like eh, we're That'd just be a part of it. Find a fast travel kiosk and go over there. All right. Enough of what the hell we've been playing, what we've been up to. Donnie, let's get into this news. Let's do it. Uh no TikTok tonight. Just kind of not in the mood. Um so we talked about Metal Gear Solid and the Master Collection is out and it came out to middling reviews and it's got lots of it seems like the bugs and stuff are all on the PC version. Are there bugs and stuff on the console versions? I mean, the Switch version I took for a spin, it seems fine. There's nothing wrong with that. I have the PS5 heard. version, but I haven't played it yet. So I, I haven't read it. anything about the console versions. I've only heard negative stuff about the, the PC port. I, I, I played Metal Gear Solid for about an hour on Switch, and you know, I know we made a lot of you know talk. Of, there was lots of talk about it not being at 60 and all that, and I'm like, it should be because it's a, an old game, but like, I played it at 30 when it first came out and I just played it again and it didn't bother me at all to play it at 30. Like it's still very much, it's still good. So mm-hmm. the switch is actually a really nice place to play it. Um, if anybody's looking for a recommendation or at least the first one, I didn't play the other two, but Metal Gear Solid is really nice on switch. <clears throat> um, so there, the files were data mined after it released, of course, 
And we now have references to the additional games, which have been rumored before. We saw references to these on the website, right? We know that this is Master Collection Volume 1. We knew there was a Volume 2 was going to be on the way. We discussed what they were going to do. I remember I was thinking, like, I wanted, like, I wanted, like, Acid. Of course, everybody wants Metal Gear Solid 4. Like, that's the big one. Um, It looks like we're going to get Volume 2, Master Collection, Metal Gear Solid 4, Metal Gear Solid 5, and Peace Walker. That's great. It'll be another $60 release. I wonder, I mean, so like if you're, if like, if, if this is true, if this is true, I will probably just get it on switch because I already have Metal Gear Solid five on PC and I don't want to pay $60 for Metal Gear Solid five again. Like, it'd be nice if you already own Metal Gear Solid five, you get a discount, but we all know that's not going to happen. How is that going to run on switch though? How's four and five going to run on switch? Probably a 30. Maybe by, maybe by the time it comes out, we'll be in Switch 2. We don't have a date. I don't think it's coming out next month, man. I think it's going to be a while. I, I know, but I'm just thinking in my head about 4 and that long-ass install process and all that shit. That, that I think 4 before. would be okay. I think 4 would be fine. You can play. There are people that are emulating 4 on the ROG. I mean, I know the Ally is more powerful than the Switch. They're playing that damn thing at like 100 frames a second on the Ally. In 1080p, like four is not a very demanding game to run. I think it's just you got to really optimize the port based on the game code. Mm-hmm. But it's not; it doesn't take. My, I think four can run on the Switch just fine. Five, though, my fear five is, might be. Will they do that? <laughs> yeah. Will they here's do the thing that, with five. I don't even know. Like, it may if if we don't have a Switch two by then, does does this even come to Switch at that point? Right. Yeah, I think I'd be I'm more worried about four just because, yeah, modders modders seem to be able to get everything to run the way that there's already a patch, the by the way, for Metal Gear Solid Master Collection to upres it. It's already out. Right. Oh, they've this already is done dry, it on PC. This is what drives me nuts. Like the modders <laughs> find ways to fix all of the problems in the game and get them to run the way they should. But the devs don't seem to be able to. They just don't do that. There's got to so, be like a reason like. Even the mod, I, I took a look at the mod for the up-res just because I was curious. And the mod even said, like, hey, expect issues with uh, UI, with control. Like, so that's probably mm-hmm. why. Like, yeah, they got the resolution up if you're willing to play, like, a more buggy experience. And I was like, nah, never mind. I don't. I was trying to play to 720 anyway. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm not even trying to play it to 1080. <laughs> that's my worry about Metal Gear Solid 4. Like, I don't know what they're going to do with that because it's this PS3 game and I'm telling you, I think I think that'll be the one that runs well. That'd be the way that I would. I think that'll be the one that, that runs well. Metal Gear Solid Five, though, like these big open world games, like on like a Metal Gear Solid Five is a highly optimized game. It's very scalable. That on regular Switch hardware sounds not atrocious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like if they get it running it. well, it could be fun. It could be great. Yeah. Yeah. Peace Walker on Switch sounds dope. I mean, that'd be fun. That is going to be great. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna Give get it. All of that, but uh, I just don't like that we're gonna buy five again. It would be nice if they sold them separately. It would be nice if they would just remaster one. Because you can get Metal Gear Solid. They're going to make Metal Gear Solid happen. They're going to stop this other shit. It's gonna happen. And just give me what I want. God damn it. Well, speaking what you want, Xbox had a partner preview today. 
And the big story from it is that they showed Metal Gear Solid Delta, and we got our first in-engine look at the game. There you go. Kind of running. We got like what, what appeared to be some some cinematics and some don't. gameplay. That's why I laugh. It looks great. You know, as we expect the great. game, and it looks yeah, it looks really nice. I want it. Oh yeah, day one, easy purchase. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, after that one comes out, Dev, then you know your time will come. I don't. All you have to do, Dev, is live. It'd be hilarious if Konami was like Metal Gear Solid Three. We're gonna stop there. It's the only one that matters. Dev's just like it wouldn't shock me. It wouldn't shock me. Look, but you know what? I got the metal. I got I got Final Fantasy Seven remake. I believe. Yeah, I believe too. It's gonna happen. It's gonna be big. It's gonna be huge. Huge. Yeah. Yeah. Like Resident Evil Four remake. It's gonna be like that. It's gonna be massive when the Metal Gear Solid remake comes out. Yeah. Um. Before I continue on talking about some of these games, this was interesting because Xbox announced this last week, and in their announcement, they really, really lowered expectations, which I think has a lot of people today going, that wasn't that bad. Well, of course it wasn't because they told you it wasn't going to be very good because last week they were saying at the, at the top of their blog post last week in highlighted yellow before you even read the, the article, it had a disclaimer. There will be no mention or inclusion of Activision, Blizzard, King Games, or Game Pass announcements in this preview. Like, they were yeah. quick. Like, don't say it. It's not happening. L- leave mm-hmm. us alone. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and I mean, good on them. They're setting expectations. Good on them. I'd rather them do that and not do it. Because if they didn't do it, absolutely people would be like, 18 Call of Duties are going to show up in Game Pass today. Um, but then they said, we're having a, a showcase with our third party partners so this was like the the playstation what do they call them directs state of plays state of plays but the ones were just the third party stuff and not the first party stuff Mm -hmm. and in the mention i don't remember what they said but they were like we'll have a trailer for alan wake and they i specifically remember chuckling they were like an arc survivor evolved i'm like i'm i'm happy if you guys are happy about that but like i i have zero excitement when they're like hey come hang out with us and let us watch arc together i'm like no thanks did they show uh, Vin Diesel again? Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm past. That's the, qu- um, that's the only question I have about that game. But they did have the event today. And of course, they, they kind of under promised and over delivered. So I think the, the reacting to it was positive. And they had some cool stuff. The Alan Wake trailer was good. Um, they did show Ark Survivor Ascended. Um, there was the Metal Gear thing that was a surprise. The other thing that I think was a surprise, although I'm not sure how many people even know about it, but Spirit of the North 2. Was announced and con- coming soon. The hell is Spirit, Spirit of the North One? Yeah, see that I don't know if other people played that game. Did you play it, Delvin? Yes. Same. Same I didn't here. Play I played it. It was pretty cool. Yeah, I played it as well. Josh played it. Josh tipped me off on it. Um, Spirit of the North is just like this fox adventure game where you go around as this fox, like kind of completing puzzles. And it was kind of like Stray, but a fox. Correct. It's like bef- Stray before Stray, but fox instead of a cat. It's a very similar type of game. Um, kind of puzzle platforming adventure game. My wife really loved it. It was actually, she played more of it than I did. I'd actually just kind of sit next to her while she played it. So Spirit of the North 2. So are you going to get 2? Yeah, I'm going to get 2 for sure. Yeah. Um, I was kind of hoping maybe it comes a Game Pass. Because I am kind of, didn't PlayStation have marketing on the first one? It was like all PlayStation all so. the time. Yeah. So I was surprised to even see it there. Um, so I don't know. We'll see. see. Um, one that I was excited for, there's a uh, game that was at the, 
the summer game fest showcase still wakes the deep, which I believe is coming to game pass. Um, this is from the, what are they called? Uh, I know the game they did. Who made everybody's gone to the rapture? Oh, mm. uh, uh, the Chinese room. Yes. Yeah. So they're making this game and it's like this horror game that's taking place on what appears to be like a, an oil refinery on the ocean. And you're like going under underwater and stuff and like trying to, you know, look around corner. It looks very spooky and mysterious and I'm here for it. There was a trailer for like a dragon, infinite wealth, which uh, revealed that the game will have basically animal crossing. Um, there's like a side story called Dundako Island where you'll unlock it while you're playing the campaign and you will run around and like gather materials by like smashing things with a bat and stuff. And then you can go fishing, you can pick up trash you can buy furniture. You can customize your home. So it's just, yeah, it's yeah, Yakuza Animal Crossing. Yakuza yeah. Crossing. This is the other um, Yakuza game that's coming out really soon. Mm-hmm. Because the one I want to play, The Man With No Name, comes out next month. And that's nice. the, uh, the mainline one. That's the. Are one you going to play this one? Most likely, yeah. But I love the idea of like, I don't think it will, but I love the idea of like Yakuza going very viral for like being an Animal Crossing game. That would be cool. And like people like this, <laughs> people lose their minds like making Yakuza houses. Yes. <laughs> It'd be very this funny. Is, this is the turn-based one, if I remember correctly. I have no idea. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't, the, I don't um, dig that deep into you into yeah. Yakuza. I tried a couple. They're not for me, and I moved on. I bought the hype because of Elaine, and I realized quickly. I don't like these games. Yeah, I, I love these games. <laughs> I know we, we talked about it before, how much I like Shimu. Then I was like, ah, oh, I didn't need a new Shimu game. I, I have Yakuza. <laughs> this is the this is the new Shimu game. This is the better version of it. Someone said, you know what? This was okay. No, we'll make it way better. <laughs> and that's what I've been playing instead of Shinmu. Yakuza yeah. games. It's a popular game. Uh, Manor Lords is a homestead builder kind of management game. It's coming to Game Pass on PC. Um, Thunderful showed up publishing a new game from Future Lab called Ikaro Will Not Die. It's a new futuristic neon action roguelite. That's a cool name. Yeah, it, it looked cool. It was a cool trailer. It's hard to tell. I mean, it was gameplay, but it was so cut up with so many transitions and stuff. It's hard to tell exactly like what we're, what we're doing and what the game will look like. Um, I'd like a gameplay demo, um, but it might be up Dev's Alley. I don't know. No. You'd be excited, Delvin. Robocop Rogue City got another gameplay trailer. I've already played it, so I don't need to see the gameplay trailer for that. Yeah, you yeah, can play the ones. demo, right? I'm interested yeah. in that one. That not one the whole fun. game. Yeah, but I already know what it is. It's, it's a dumb, fun Robocop game. So, as what I played so far, I like it a lot. I think people are going to, yeah, I think people are going to like it. Uh, I just, I don't think Steam, you play it on Steam Deck, right? Correct. I don't think Steam Deck's the best place to play the game. You play the game. That is the also PS5. correct. Absolutely not. Yeah, that is also yeah. correct. You need to play that on PS5. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where I'll be playing it on PS5. It comes out, I think the, um, if you buy the early edition, it's like a $69.99 version. It comes out on Halloween. And the regular version comes out like November 2nd. Mm, nice. So it's really We've got another trailer for Dungeons of Hinterberg. This is a developer trailer where they were explaining the game as it went through it. Um, this game didn't do a whole lot for me at Summer Games Fest. It still doesn't. 
Um, it's got a neat art style though. I think a lot of people will say Hi-Fi Rush because it's very comic-y, like cartoonish. It actually reminds me more of like Ali Ali World than Hi-Fi Rush particularly, but you know, and you know, like you're to run around with uh, you know, with a sword and smash things and do all that. Might be good. Then there was an interesting one. I'm not gonna play it, but I, I, I do admit I think it looked great. There's a trailer for a game called The Finals, which is a new free-to-play team-based competitive shooter that takes place like in an arena. Like there's like an arena surrounding like an actual world and you go into the world and shoot everything, but there's like, it's like Rome, right? It's like gladiator. Like they're just the stadium around you cheering you on while you're doing it. It looks at least the trailer. I'm just judging it based off the trailer. Obviously I haven't played or seen gameplay, but the trailer looks like what I would expect a great live service esports game to look like. That's it. They made esports the game. <laughs> like that's yeah, what it should be. It's basically like if you were to take, um, God, what's the Titanfall game? Apex, Apex. Yeah, if you take Apex, it's three on three. You put it in an arena with the crowd, and that's the. But it looks nice. Like it looks looks expensive. Yeah, you know, like it looks well done. Not, you know, not like some of these kind of not like Hyperscape, right? You know, it looks better than that. Like it looked nice. I was like, I'm not into this, but it looks good. I give that. I mean, I won't give it a try, but I'll at least give it a good shout out for folks that are into games like that. If you're into the Apexes. Or there was a couple of them, you know, like obviously it was PUBG. This looks a thousand times better than PUBG. Um, what was that other one though? There was that one that kind of got going there for a while. It's called like Insurgency or something. It's on Switch and things no like idea. that. Like, yeah. I mean, and there's know. Rogue Company. There's a bunch of these. That I mean, might be it. This is just yet yeah, another one of them. And this one is more about like there's a cash box that you got to deposit or some other stuff. It's just it's just another arena squad based shooter yeah this yeah. one just happens to have a crowd and like a, a sports caster so i thought the presentation not, though was it the only like, trailer i watched by the way <laughs> it looked like it was from like a a developer you know like that's got like some serious money behind it like it looks you know it looks really nice i've always found these games the characters more interested in the game itself mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like that's my whole thing with overwatch I'm like ah i love these characters but i don't want to play that game yeah, mm. I'd rather I play something like about Apex. Yeah, I mean it's it's not Same for us. Thing. Yeah, they don't. It's not for yeah, us. Yeah, it's not for not not that it's bad or anything. It's just like this, this isn't is the podcast you're looking for. Like we aren't. Yes. You know, we aren't going to be that and that I, podcast for games like this. And I have friends who work on those type of games, and I'm like, oh, it's glad you enjoy it, but it's not for me. Yeah. Shout out but to you though. <laughs> it's free. You can go. You know, if you're into it, you can give it a try. It doesn't cost you a damn thing. There's an open beta kicking off tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. On Xbox. So that was a little partner preview. Ultimately, like I said earlier, I think expectations were way low. Metal Gear showed up, so I think a lot of people are happy with it. I think maybe the more important takeaway from this is it seems like this is very much like an Xbox Direct, right? Like cut up like trailers back to back doing the Direct style. We've talked about this for years. Xbox has been like dragging their feet against this kind of. Like they, they keep doing these long form interviews and you know, they've been doing their um, inside Xbox shows that were like four hours long and their indie shows that were two hours long. Like I got the sense that maybe they, they wanted to like try this out and see like what their reach might be, even if like their big announcements weren't involved, like as maybe like a testing the water. I don't know. Smart move. Yeah. Yeah. And you, you know, you give, you give the rub to a couple of your, a couple of your partners and you show off some games. Yeah. It's not bad. Just test the water, see if people like it. If people like it, well, we know how to do it now. 
Yeah. Off orbital with it. And they're very, and the thing I always say about Microsoft, they're so feedback driven. They're so analytical. Like if this does numbers, you'll get more of it. If it doesn't do numbers, you'll get less of it because that's like how they make their decisions is based off of that feedback. If you're tweeting, if you're tweeting about how much you liked the Metal Gear thing at the Xbox show, they'll do more of those shows. So. Yeah. Uh, continuing on the Microsoft train, Microsoft re- records record Q1 for gaming revenue all time. They've had their best Q1 of gaming revenue in the history of the Xbox division or the Microsoft gaming division, um, partly driven by Starfield. I feel like revenue- we're going like to hear that a lot soon. Just What's that? We're going to be hearing that a lot soon with Microsoft. What's considering that? who they just bought. Oh yeah. Just oh yeah. Q1. Yeah. It's going to be a, a lot of that really soon. Good point. Um <laughs> revenue is up 9% year over year even as hardware revenue dips 7% during the same time. So their hardware sales are declining, they are making more money. Um so take that and read that out however you want. Uh Starfield generated the highest single day ad of Game Pass subscribers in the history of the service. I don't think wow. that's saying a whole lot are you guys surprised by that no you said wow but that's cool i didn't say wow that's that's pretty cool i would I expect said, well, it to I be think, you know yeah i would that, yeah i mean it's like their biggest day one release on game pass what was bigger mm-hmm. halo halo was I was supposed say, halo to be. Would probably be up there halo's supposed to be that but it was it was supposed to be yeah but i think well hang on i'll read no no hang i was gonna on. say halo Go halo wouldn't be because halo is just the microsoft people yeah your Starfield is speaking to a whole different audience. It's speaking to like the Bethesda audience yeah. as well as that all the third, all the people who were playing like those third party games. So I was like, oh well, let me go ahead and try Game Pass so I can check this out. So that's good. I thought I wrote it down. Audience. I was going to say this and then say a point, but I didn't write it down. But they also talked about how um, Starfield was like the second best selling game of the month in September, like best selling. Mm-hmm. Those aren't Game Pass games. It's literally copies sold, which goes to show how far of a reach I think Starfield has on PC. No offense to consoles, but you've got to, it's got to be PCs driving that hard. So you got to think people that are joining Game Pass Pass. Mm -hmm. are probably new customers on the PC side that haven't been as exposed to Game Pass as they have on the console side. So that's probably Mm -hmm. a part of this. I mean, I would have guessed that. If you'd asked me in, September or August, if Starfield would be the most, you know, day one new Game Pass subscriber, I would have said, yeah. Yeah. It's like their biggest game, like game of, the, of like a year of the past I'm couple years. I'm curious of how many, how many of those collector's editions they sold. Now they'll smash this when Call of Duty shows up. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> like, like not maybe not. Without question. Not Modern Warfare 3, maybe, but like when the next day and date Call of Duty comes up, they will smash this number. Yeah. Easily. So, um, Sadia Nadella, CEO of Microsoft, had an interview, and it was actually a really good interview. I posted it on our Discord. It wasn't nearly about games or anything like that. It was about him and his upbringing. Apparently, his dad was a Marxist, and 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 all kinds of other stuff. Like it was an enjoyable read of just kind of his history where he comes from. Um, but they did ask him about the Activision, just like one kind of question, and uh, he basically said, "Hey, we're doubling down on gaming," and then he said this quote. For us, there are a few things that go all the way back for us as a company. Gaming is one, right? When I think about Microsoft, I think of perhaps developer tools, proprietary software, and gaming. Okay. 
So a lot of people were like, hey, they're back. Like they're they're committed. I think they were committed when they spent like seventy billion. Yeah, I was gonna say, I think yeah. they've been committed with all these acquisitions and yeah. they're spending. It was funny to read the headlines. Xbox is committed to gaming. It's like, yeah, I'm sure they were when no they spent shit. nine billion dollars on Bethesda a couple years ago, guys. It's a lot of money, surprise. man. <laughs> uh, pretty funny. Um, Steam has announced that they are changing the prices in other territories like Turkey and Argentina to the United States dollar starting on November 20th. Um, ultimately, this change will impact 27 countries. Uh, Valve cites inflation exchange and developer requests. Developers are tired of people. Apparently, a lot of people on PC that switch the region of Steam to a cheaper region to buy a game at a cheaper price, and they switch it back, and they still have the key. So... Huh. If you do that, yeah, that's the thing you could do. You better buy right. some stuff right that now. That's a nice way to do that. Well, so I I don't do that, but I do buy keys online from other retailers that I think do that. So I'm afraid I'm thinking some of my keys might be a little harder to come by uh, moving forward. Um, oh. Steam hasn't had you know. We got a question. I'll save it. We got a question about Steam sale. Um, Night Dive announces that Star Wars Dark Forces Remaster will launch on February 28th, 2024. You cool. guys ever play that? Okay. I, I played the original PS1. Mm, yeah, something I mentioned to go back to. It's basically a Doom-like shooter. Oh, maybe I'll like it. They told me that about the last one I got, and I didn't like that one either. I mean, it's Star Wars, so you're not going to like it. But it, I don't know. I got one on Switch because people were like, it was good, and you, like it's a shooter, and you'll like it, and I got yeah. it, and they didn't like it. it. Yeah, this this is from that era, like the original Doom. So that's yeah. what it looks like. That's what it moves. It moves like yeah. Doom, Wolfenstein. That's the it's kind boomer of shooter, shooter it is. Yeah. In the, the other Star one Wars wasn't world. a boomer shooter. It was it's a shooter. It's not a boomer shooter. Like, it's just you're it talking moves about the, uh, and plays like Wolfenstein, but it's Star Wars. Hmm. I know what Donnie talking about. He's talking about the one with the clone troopers. I can't remember yeah. the name of it. Yeah. yeah. I didn't like that one. Um, Media Molecule to lay off 15 or 20% of their staff. Uh, this was according to reports, but then Media Molecule also posted things that they were downsizing. Nobody really yeah, knows how many jobs it is. I thought they said it's 20 people. Well, I think it is. If it's 15, I think it's 15 or 20%. I think that where that number is coming from, is the reported number is 15 to 20% of staff and their staff is 100 to 120 people. So I think that's where the 20 is coming from. But nobody, I tried looking uh, yesterday. Nobody has like a, a number. And I don't think it may not even uh, okay. be known yet. So probably somewhere between 15 and maybe 30, 40 people. Somewhere in there. Probably being let go by Media Molecule. It's a bummer. We also had reports that um, the support studio that helps Nutty Dog had layoffs. So. Um, there's also crazy reports of kind of some executive leadership leaving PlayStation, but I'm going to wait for somebody to do a better job of reporting on that one. But um, yeah, so it looks like PlayStation's shuffling the cards a bit and uh, tightening the belt. In our rumor control this week, uh, according to data miners, the first paid expansion for Diablo 4 will be called Lord of Hatred. I'll have a story based around the demon Fisto, your brother of... Diablo and Ball. Well, okay. That's cool. Are you guys going to play Diablo? No. No. I was going to play it, but then Baldur's Gate came out. And I was like, I guess I'm playing yeah. it. Yeah. 
I had some some FOMO in the beginning, and then I realized it's Diablo, and I've played this game many times, and I really don't have a whole lot of desire to go down that road again. I know what this is. I'm good. Yeah, I don't feel like I can play this and Baldur's Gate. I feel like this game really came and different. I feel like this game really came and went. But they take a lot of time, didn't it? It did. I mean, mainly because like. Nobody plays Diablo really for the like the people who play Diablo aren't paying attention to the story. It's like, let me see how right. fast I can level up and then start doing like the 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 end comfort game. food. And there just wasn't. I, I don't feel like it really lived up to like what Diablo three was or even Diablo two. So it just kind of fell off and it's not being talked about. Like I had one friend who was big playing and he's just like, yeah, I'm, I'm playing. And we had a lot of friends, a lot of podcasters, now. a lot of people in Discord. I mean, people were hyped. Diablo mm-hmm. events a big deal and like it was for like what like five days and then like, a like week. we never yeah. heard about it again yeah. yeah and I think another part of that is we don't have people who are playing that game for the end game like they actually are playing it to get through the like that's how I played the I mean, that's how I played Diablo 3 I played it just to do the story and get to the end and get the cutscenes mm-hmm. and, and once, once you're they were like that, you can just keep going I'm like no oh, I'm good yeah I like Diablo as a portable game. Like for me, that kind of mindless, you know, dungeon crawling and stuff, like that's a perfect game for Switch while I'm like watching TV or something. That's how I played Diablo 3. So for me, I really wasn't interested in Diablo 4 until portability came along, which it did now with Steam. I could, but I also, I didn't grow up on Diablo. So for me, Diablo was always like a cheap get. I got Diablo 3 on Switch, I think at half off for like 30 bucks. Mm. You know, I'm not I'm not a day one Diablo person. Yeah, me either. I, I like the story. That's why I played it. Their cutscenes are epic. Like they yeah, really, really blow it up, man. It's really nice. Blizzard knows how to make cutscenes. Yeah, and they're really good at story it. and narrative. Yeah. Yeah. But it's so funny, I always feel I don't know, left out, but like whenever I've talked to a Diablo fan and I'm like, Yeah, I play it for the story, they're like they're like, What? Right, I could look like worse. Yeah, I could look at worse of a noob. Like, what a dork! (laughs) So weird. Like, and it's crazy because the stories that they craft are like really good. Yeah, and people are just like, oh, I skip the cutscenes. My experience is trying to get gear. Playing Diablo three is good. Like that part of the game, I wish I could put like on auto. Same. That's that's the thing. Like they could they could pull like some Forza stuff. And just let me auto assign and upgrade. Like, just let me pick some stuff that looks cool and you just keep doing the stats thing. I don't care. I don't want to do, I don't want to care. I don't want to be thinking about damage per second and what my spell does to my potion thing. I'm like, oh my God. (laughs) Yeah. Just give me the thing that hits the hardest. I need a big hammer and we left alone. (laughs) Big hammer, eat the fuck out of the way. I got this. (laughs) Yeah. I agree. Um, we have another one, another rumor this week. Tom Henderson of PlayStation Portal and PlayStation Slim fame. Speaking of the PlayStation Slim, so we're seeing boxes come out. Now, I've I've been looking around for a PlayStation 5 Slim revision, whatever we're calling it, new model versus the old model. We still have yet to have, I believe, a concrete side-by-side. But based on the controller, the size of the controller... People have rendered size compared. No, no, because you know, like when they when they did the first blog post, they showed the console next to a controller. 
Yeah, oh, the yeah. PlayStation, the new yeah. revision next to the controller. So based on the scale of the what the controller is, the people have rendered what they expect it to look like next to the revision. It's significantly smaller. I remember this came out, and Dev, you're like, it's the same thing. It's not. Like, it's significantly it's smaller. Like, smaller. It's if those renders thing. are the same, like, it's... Like it's three, it's thing. it's not the same thing. It's it significantly really smaller. It's the same fucking thing. It's not. You it can't say that. It's thirty percent smaller. And here's the thing. It so really matter. so it's now we've boxes. got boxes showing up to retail stores. Box we actually we actually have boxes next to the old, and it's significantly smaller box. Same system. Same. It's thing. not. It doesn't it's really not. matter. I can't wait it to really see one. I want to see one because I think this is. If this will fit my cubby. I might get one. You're not. You're not getting one because you might fuck out get it. You're not, you're not, you're get it. You're not gonna play it, and then you're gonna sell it. I didn't say Save I'm getting yourself. one. Yeah. Listen here. Listen here. I didn't say I was getting one. November twelfth or whatever no, it launches. No, you're never gonna. I just get said one. maybe. No, no. There's no point because it's might. gonna sit there, and you're gonna sell it. There's, just save yourself the trouble. Just wait. Yes. There's no. There's no. There's no. If it fits in the cubby, coming, it's a big deal for me. Because then I don't have to rewire things like I did the last time and put it on top and have this giant tower touching the ceiling and shit. Like if it, it can fit in the cubby, it's so a big we deal. Can just not have to deal with this. Yeah, no. I pray that it's too big for And I like that stand. Deal with this. Like if I can get it and the stand like used, if I can pick up somebody else's, I might be interested. I pray to God. But I got to get the stand. I can't be having the stupid kickstand shit. That's ridiculous. <laughs> I, I need the actual stand. So we'll see. I like it. But anyway, back to the rumor. Um, Tom Henderson says the next Far Cry game is a multiplayer-centric ext- extraction shooter set in an Alaskan-based environment. Get that out of here! <laughs> yeah. That, he also that, said that this one will come before the next Far Cry. So that sounds terrible. Yes. What's the... Yeah, who um? cares? What was the, um, not the division. What was it? The rainbow six extraction game that came out. Remember it got delayed and delayed, 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 delayed came out. Yeah. No extraction. Yeah. Nobody liked it. People play that. That's not people played the hell out of that game. People played it. Sold. I thought so people, people sold really poorly. I don't think it was very expensive, but people played it. Dude, that game was was delayed in development for like years. Yeah. Yeah. People played it. Wasn't it an expansion? There's a pretty large Rainbow Six like, like, player base that play the shit out yeah. of that game. It's the same. Like we don't hear about it because we don't care. We don't like. No, I, it's don't, not like Siege. Siege has. I, I don't think. I don't know. Maybe you're right. I, I, I don't know. I'll just say I don't know. So maybe you're right. I don't fuck. What the fuck do I know about Rainbow Six? Yeah. But I, I just I mean, thought I, I, it was I, pretty I, widely yeah. known that it did not sell well at all, and it was kind of a disappointment. Once they said I couldn't play Rainbow Six by myself, I was like, ah, oh, fuck this. Well, same. I'm done. Well, yeah. so, I mean, the thing that I want to talk about is I think because we follow Far Cry so closely, or at least I do, and vis-a-vis you guys do as well, this isn't a surprise. I've been talking about since Far Cry 6, how I've not liked this idea, this rumor that's been constantly floating around that Far Cry's going live service. This sounds like their attempt to do so. Like, they've been trying to do this rogue shit in DLC and whatnot. Like, it's clear that they're dancing around, they're beating around the bush of trying to make Far Cry their next live service something or another. And this will be its Please. chance. Please don't. It's not even fucking Far Cry. Like, 
Far Cry is not an extra like extraction shooter. Like that's not Far Cry in any way, shape, or form. Didn't Far, Far Cry do. Five and Six both had co-op extraction modes, right? Yeah. Yeah. So and they're just gonna do that. The game. That. Give me the goddamn ridiculous story that Far Cry is supposed to be. Nobody, I don't want to play with people I, at all. When did Far Cry Six come out? Twenty twenty. I want to say twenty twenty one. Is 21. You good. So this game I imagine will come out in 25, maybe announced next year, which means that we won't get seven until at least 26, if not 27. Like our next Far Cry game. Long enough to forget about how terrible this game is and then get excited for Far Cry 7. This is very this is very sad. It's sad to me that we won't play Far Cry 7 until near the end of the damn decade. Yeah, all we gotta do, devs, keep living, baby. And that's if yeah, they don't if they don't delay the whole damn thing, you know, eighteen times. I wonder if Skull and Bones will make it out before then. Oh my God, no. Skull and Bones! Probably Jesus not. Christ, Skull and Bones is going to end Ubisoft, and we're never going to see Far Cry Seven. Oh, don't say that. So I'm I'm not going to. I can't. I'm not going to buy this game. Like, there's not that I would be that interested anyway, but like I would buy it out of spite. Like I don't want to support this project. Like I don't want it to succeed. I need the world to send Ubisoft a stern message that we don't want this with the Far Cry name on the box. Stop it. Stop doing it. Stop messing around. Stop fucking up a good thing. Yes. I agree. <sighs> anyway. Um, that's it for the news. Dev, take it away. All right. The Rube Day segment. There's been no updates. The score is still Delvin and Donnie 22 and me with a lowly 21. We've got a John 32 special. He wants to know over or under 75.5 for WarioWare. Move it. The last WarioWare game, get it together, got a 76. That's a good line. I'm going to go over. Mm, That makes me, honestly, it makes me want to, makes me want to counterpick it. I'm not sure. I I think people are ready. I think they want WarioWare to be good. I think you might First be right. All, like, let's not do positive. Let's just think critics. All right. Critics. Well, they just write shit terribly. That's what I mean. I think critics want WarioWare to be good. The only thing that I've heard about WarioWare so far is that like, like it's, it's a lot of movement. So for the people that don't like motion controls and like we and dancing around and doing jumping, I've heard from multiple people that went hands on that like, you might get a work. You might be sore playing some WarioWare. I think if it's really that, if it goes that hard on it, if it's like ring fit adventure, that probably leads to maybe some people saying that they don't like it as much. Maybe yeah. I'll take the under because you took the over. I'll take the under. I'll counter pick. Now we got to change. I don't know shit about WarioWare. I'm going to go ahead and take the under because it just sounds terrible. Mm. Okay. All right. The next one is over or under 87 and a half for Super Mario RPG. Ooh. Another game I don't know anything about. I'm gonna need y'all to stop picking fucking Nintendo games, all right? That was just in Pick his bag, man. He's very upset. Pick real games, goddamn it. Wow. You need to play a real game. Play some damn Mario Wonder. Feel like a kid Fuck again. Mario Wonder. I'm never uh, no, that won't make me feel like a kid again. Not at all. Mario RPG is one of the most beloved video games of all time. Okay. And 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 I'm gonna take the under. 
because I, I just, I don't know. I'm wondering if like, if the, maybe it's, I mean, I think graphically people are going to be very happy, but I'm wondering if it's one of those things where the nostalgia, the rose colored glasses is better than the actual return. And I'm wondering if people replay it now and they're like, yeah, like I love it, but it's not maybe as great as I remember. I don't know. And I might just be, I'm, I've always been kind of a Shit. RPG hater. I'm not that big in Mario RPG. Shit, I want to take the under. No, I'm taking the under. Fuck that. I'm not taking oh, the come on. I already took a chance with the first one. I just, okay. The- so we already took one chance. Take another chance. Yeah, that's how you do it. No. <laughs> can I just abstain? I only can the- <laughs> no. Deb says you can keep the point. Yeah, I don't want this point. I don't even want. I don't even want to play this game anymore with these stupid Nintendo games. It's been fun. We're very I'm close. Taking the, yeah. I'm taking the under. It can kick. We're all three taking the under. Yeah. Rebecca's gonna have yeah. our ass. No, she's not. <laughs> she's so damn bad. Be mad. This record against us. She can be big yeah. mad. Some drop bars. <laughs> be a man, Hulk. <laughs> be a man, Hogan. The greatest disc record of all time, man. That Macho Man album is just fire. This one goes out to my good friend Kurt Henning. <laughs> oh man, I love that album. That album was fantastic. <sighs> all right, enough of so, rude days. I hope so. Pissing me off with freaking Nintendo games. Let's get into these questions. TPR says, today is the day I moved back into my apartment after 12 days of vacating due to a maintenance emergency, and he's so relieved and excited. He wants to know, what's a time in your life you were so grateful to be back at home? Every time I leave? I was just getting ready to say the same thing. Every time I go on vacation. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I can't even enjoy vacation. My wife makes fun of me when, we, you know, when we're in groups and we're talking. I'll go on vacation, and I'll enjoy myself for about two days. Day three rolls around, kind of ready to go back home. I never really want to be arraying anywhere for too long. See, so I, I always can go like, longer than that. Right, like, dude. I can enjoy a nice seven-day cruise, but yeah. I'm just always very happy to be home whenever I'm home. It's very nice. All right. It's where my video right, games are. I always leave early. There was this. Like, events and stuff. There was this, we can go. There was this Boys to Men concert, TPR. <laughs> and after that concert, <laughs> I was so ready to go home. <laughs> Just immediately get me the fuck out of here. Throwbacks. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Throwback. So okay, so the 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 thing that comes to mind was years and years and years ago. I mean 2014, 15 maybe. I went to New Orleans to work the Super Bowl on behalf of Oh. Uh, my boss had sent me and basically pimped me out to another agency to work for free. For free. My boss mm. paid me, but like I didn't get extra pay. Um, to help them. So I went over there and it was cool. Like they put me up, I had a hotel room and I had like a badge and a pass and I could basically come and go what I want, but I was working like 12 hour days. Dude, I couldn't want to, I didn't, I I wanted to come home so bad, like so fast that Mm -hmm. because I'm working with no, no offense to them. They were very pleasant, but I'm working with a bunch of strangers all day. So not only am I not home, but like, I'm not getting that like reprieve when you get off of work. I'm not getting that like battery recharge by coming home like every day so i was out there for a week 
eight days, I think. On the last day, like the Super Bowl, this is the one the lights went out in. I don't remember who was playing, but the lights went out. The Niners in in Baltimore. Okay, here's the hilarious part. All of our folks in Atlanta knew that I went out there, so they were sending me messages and all that. The day of the game, once kickoff started, they told me, they're like, all right, man, you got to pass. Like, you can go over to the game if you want, and, like, they'll let you in. You don't have a seat, but you can walk around. They're like, you can, you know, like, you can stay out, like, all the bars and everything. Like, you're good. Like, you got us here. Like, we don't need you to work anymore. Like, you can just go. I literally packed up and left. I didn't do anything. <laughs> I went exactly went home. I got in my car that, and went home. That is the most Donnie shit I ever heard. Like, and fuck. when the lights went out, people were texting me. They're like, what did you do? <laughs> what happened? I left. And I was like, <laughs> I am already in Alabama. Not only did I get home, I got home in a record time. I remember I was driving. I think I was driving like maybe 100, 110 miles an hour through Alabama because it was like rural nothingness and pitch black. There weren't even like lights on the damn road. And Oof. it was Super Bowl. Everybody was watching. There was nobody out there. Like <laughs> no it was one. just me. I was a ghost. Like I remember it just felt very, very strange and odd. Like I don't think I saw a car for like maybe like 90 minutes. Like I didn't even see a car. I was just That's gone. Creepy. And I was home. I, w- I drove from New Orleans back home. I think I was in, they may have cut me loose around six or seven. I was home midnight. Wow. <laughs> Damn. My wife did it like I just walked in. And she's like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> um, I got to go. Only, it's only six hours from New Orleans to Atlanta? Or not Atlanta, but to. I don't know. I, I made it in record time. That's crazy. Why are you disappointed, John? Because you had free free reign yeah, to go to the Super I've, Bowl. I've been to home. Super Bowls. So yeah, I mean, like I've done three or four of them with my job. Yeah, I, I don't like Baltimore or the 49ers. It's six hours. There's people who are killing That's for any Super crazy. Bowl. So You're I like, think I made nah, it in five. I probably that. shaved an hour <laughs> off that time. That's like how long it takes me to get to Vegas. What were you saying, Jovan? I'm sorry. I said people are paying tens of thousands to get the Super Bowls. And I'm like, nah, fuck that. Son. I'm just leaving. <laughs> it was the Beyonce one, wasn't it? Oh, that's oh, even man. worse. People pay tens of thousands of dollars. I remember Beyonce. that one because I remember people like salivating over the TV screen. She was like half was naked, like, like nah. rolling around on the stage and stuff. Pretty like, nice. Nah, fuck that. Yeah, and what do I do? The, the couch is better. <laughs> like go walk. Around, what do I do? Go walk around the stadium by myself. Yeah, and watch two teams play football that I don't like with a bunch of people I don't know. Yeah, why? Yeah, no, I don't blame him. <laughs> See, like, and like, yeah. Oh, oh. From my perspective, all I was thinking of, if I did that, I still got to wake up the next day. I still got to drive home. So to There's me, I'm like, I'm traffic. gaining hours. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm making, I'm making this back. But, <laughs> But I am the guy who don't know, give a fuck, and will go to any event by themselves. I don't give a fuck. I don't even know anyone. I'm a, I'm a Niner fan. I'm fun, not to the Super Bowl is not like a fun. It's not like a fun. I don't want to say that. Oh. <sighs> I'm not a big fan of live sports. Like I don't want to be there. The I Super Bowl like sports, isn't sports a a fan centric atmosphere. You don't feel like you're there rooting with a like fervorous crowd 
There's not like the waves and chant. Like this is a bunch of rich people and oh, celebrities. Oh, so it's like going to a Laker game. Yeah, okay, everybody's just sitting That's around and taking photos. Like it's not, it's not like Ohio State, Michigan, or Army, Navy, or it's not anything like that. It's not USC, Notre Dame. It's not WrestleMania. Know. It's not. Well, it might be like WrestleMania. <laughs> WrestleMania is kind of fun. I think wrestling crowds, wrestling crowds are fun. It's communal. Wrestling mm-hmm. crowds are communal. You feel yes. like you're a part of something. My wife hates wrestling. Yes. And every time I've taken her to wrestling, she wants to get in on the chance. It's fun to scream. It's fun yeah. to be a yes. part of the crowd. There is no crowd at the Super Bowl. Nope. It's just a lot of people with a lot of money. Yeah. A lot of old people. Like, You'd be surprised like how many games. old people go to Super Bowls. <laughs> um, the one Super Bowl I went to, I had more fun hanging out with... Um, uh, with the Hawks players than I did oh, okay. anything that was going on in the field and all that, you know, like you do see a lot of celebrities, you see like Shaq walk through and stuff like that. So, but you can't like just walk up and talk to them. You know, like they've got their entourage and whatnot and security. Yeah. But yeah. it's kind Hard of a boring, it's, it's kind of a boring, to, to, like laissez faire type of crowd. If, if, if I can say that right. To be yeah. fair, I would, I, I wouldn't give a fuck about the Super Bowl either. Maybe the halftime show. I'd, if my team was there, it'd, it'd be totally different, right? Nah. I mean, the Browns ain't never going to the Super Bowl, so you ain't got to worry about that. And there are, like, hardcore fans that, like, sell their everything they have to go. Like, they're there. And yeah. those aren't the people you want to... You ain't even going to see those people. They're up in the nosebleeds or something somewhere. Right? Yeah. yeah. They're drunk. I love how you laughed yeah. at that. So, you were so laughing you thought it was no. so funny, Devin. My team beat his team. They did. We beat them. They did. They did. With but with some dude, nobody's ever heard of playing quarterback, and he didn't even yeah. play well. You know what? He we beat ourselves. Well I told you, we missed that field goal kick. We beat ourselves. Doesn't matter. Beat us. No, we beat you. No, no. Yeah, we just like the Nuggets beat the Lakers. We lost to y'all, <laughs> but we beat ourselves. No, no. That's how that works. Mm-mm. The Colts played a better game than the Niners did. And? I'm just putting it out there. <laughs> Does, it's irrelevant. It doesn't mean anything. We gotta We've get got a, a positive record. I don't think they're going to get a quarterback. They're going to keep playing P.J. Walker. We're doomed. <laughs> it's the Browns way. Doing. Yeah, you're right. <sighs> All right, so Bex has a question for us. 1989, oh, God. Taylor's version, whatever the hell oh, that means, again. comes out on Friday. She says, which track are you most excited to hear with her modern vocals? None of them, because I have no idea what this woman sings. I, I can't tell you a single Taylor Swift song, and That's I really true. wish That's, I could stop having to hear her Yeah, voice. I'm not saying that. You've heard on commercials and stuff. That's not true. I may have, yes. but I have no idea this is a Taylor Swift song, and I'm probably like trying to get away from it. I would. If like somebody offered you $10 million to name. to name a Taylor Swift song, you would. Style. One hundred percent. I don't know any great of her. I don't know the names of her songs. I don't know the names of songs a lot of the time. Period. So I don't know. I I don't know a song that she's saying. I can't tell you a name of it. Mm-hmm. I maybe sing a chorus of a song. Yeah, and that might be. That's usually the name. They're not very deep. Her lyrics. Yeah. Yeah. I'm good. I, I fans really get all I mad about that too. Stop having to hear the name Taylor Swift. To be perfectly honest, well, to be nice. You you should you should clip that out and just put that on the internet. Just damn saying that and watch the people come out it come out for it. 
they can come after me all like all they want. I don't care. I'm not gonna see it. I don't. I'm not on the internet. I'm really not. Well, they'll they'll find you. They'll come to your house. These people are crazy. <laughs> please, please do come to my house. I'll call the cops and we'll deal with that that way. Like they might on, be the cops. <laughs> I don't think so. Well, no, it might be. Bad so blood is on this album, and I hate that song. That song's annoying. That's okay. So I don't know I why everybody's so worried about Rebecca trying to kill somebody. Like, shake wait, it off. That's the Taylor Swift song. Mm-hmm, of course. Yes. Yeah. I did not know that, Delvin. I don't pay attention to this woman at all. How do you not know? He knows that. I'm not. I'm not even buying he's, it. He's he knows. Full of shit. Honestly, yeah, no, I'm not I even buying it. God. I swear to God, I know. You know why I know the song you "Shake It Off"? Live in this country and not know what "Shake It Off" is. I know "Shake It Off" from Sing. I had no idea yeah. that it was a Taylor Swift song. Okay, but you know that it. terrible that's all that movie. I know the know song. It. There you go. I know the song, but I didn't know it was a Taylor Swift song. <laughs> you literally know the worst version of that song. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> I'm fine with that because I really Grayson Waller's version was better. Yes, that was so funny. <laughs> Oh, that was like, that this song sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, look, it's it's just, it's fine. It's one of those things that I won't understand. My daughter loves it. My wife loves yeah. it. There are legions of women that think this woman can do no wrong and that every one of her songs is a masterpiece. And they are the yes. most simplest of bubblegum pop songs I've ever heard. <laughs> I like Britney Spears' discography much better. Um, but that's to say that none of this is really my sort of music, so it's not for me. That's okay. Yeah. My wife oh, love, nor my daughter I love care about Taylor Swift. So I don't think you can be like a woman and not. I'd be surprised to meet a woman that does it. <laughs> that doesn't like Taylor Swift? Yeah, they're like just... My, my, my daughter oh, does not like Taylor Swift. She can't stand there it. There are like, plenty. They are wow. my, my, really? my daughter and wife do not like Taylor Swift yes. in any real way. They are just of a different persuasion. I made fun of Rebecca once. I, I told her, I was like, it sounded like a cult. And on Shaq, she didn't take to it. It's definitely a cult. Like, it's there's yeah. so many parallels. Now, that here's to say that, like, yeah. any severe fandom is cult like. So, like, I'm not yeah. saying that it's any different than anything else, yeah. but like hers. Like Beyonce and sure. her beehive or the Bayhive or whatever the hell they call themselves. Same thing. Yeah, but like, her folks go way too hard. You know, they're they're doing background checks on every boyfriend she has and past exes and pets and shit like that's yeah, so really you should look at Nick you Let should look at Nicki Minaj fans. Good God, people. Like I what are you it. doing with your life? I remember I asked Melissa, I was like not that I'm trying to like make a, a sexist argument. I just think it does kind Uh-oh. of maybe show a difference of the sexes. Or maybe you can correct me if I'm wrong. You're two men, maybe I'll bounce this one off of you. I don't think I have a like similarity with this. There's no person in the world that I care about who they're dating. Same. I could care less. But the Taylor care. Swift people care know. a I, great deal. They make cakes and shit about it. <laughs> Why? I'm like, whoo. And like, she was like, you care about your sports teams and stuff. I'm like, yeah, but I grew up and invested. And it's not like, I don't care about the people and I don't care about it on a personal level. I don't think those are apt fair, comparisons. To be fair, people, men do this with Drake, not us. Who guys do this with Drake? What? They do. People, they care who he's yes, dating. Yes, they do. Yes, they care about his goddamn son. They care about all that stuff. Who 
yeah, cares? I don't. The only reason we care about his son is because Pusha T made a diss record. Okay, hang on, hang on, hang on. I don't care on, about his son. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Yeah, people care about it. Hang on. Really? Are there exceptions to the rule? There's an exception to every rule. When you say people, when I say people, I mean millions of Taylor Swift fans. They write articles Dude. about it. It's in the newspaper. It's in tabloids. I've never Dude. once seen anything ever referring who Drake was. Yeah, I couldn't tell you anything about who yeah, Drake they, is ever. It, it's out there. It's a lot of stuff out there. There's I think a lot it's of just a... Drake, Kanye West gets that too. There's quite a bit. And it's not just like, I understand that like pop culture, people, they care about like celebrity couples, right? Like that, I understand. I, I don't do it, but I, I, I know that people do that. That's not the same thing I'm talking about. Taylor Swift rumors to date somebody and like they literally pull this whole person's life out. Yeah. Like I think when a celebrity couple happens, like who's the, who does, um, oh God, I just completely lost, went blank. The the Denver Broncos quarterback to play for Seattle. Russell Wilson? Um, yeah, Russell, who's he dating? Russell, yeah. He dates somebody. He's, he's married to Ciara. Ciara okay. but like, so like when it. that happened, people weren't like, here's everybody that Ciara has ever dated. Let's make a timeline. Let's find their friends and known associates. And The like, only reason that the really Ciara-Russell Wilson deep. thing is even like a big thing is because of future and how terrible a dad he oh, is, see, apparently. I'm, Okay, I'm not even yeah. trying to make there, that. That's my point. That's not the point I'm even trying to make. We don't care. We, right. That's the point. We don't care. Nobody really cares. Yeah. There's like a Nobody's going to dig through her history. Yeah. Yeah. There's levels to it. It depends on who you are and the, the celebrity status you have with it. But they... John 32 says really Suda. <laughs> Just like his video games, man. I'm not <laughs> that... Cares I don't know dating? anything about Suda outside of his video games. I don't know if he has a brother or a sister or a cat. I don't know if he dates anybody or not. I have no fucking clue. <laughs> I may not even know his real name. <laughs> his real name right. Is it Suda? <laughs> I think it's Gochi Suda, but like maybe that's like a maybe it's like a ghostwriter name. Maybe it's his dev name. Maybe it's like I don't know. You know, people people famous people they make up their own names. I have no idea. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like I'm not that deep. There's nobody I'm that deep into. Yeah, there's not a single person who I ever care about who the hell they're dating. Yeah, and like, and if somebody it stopped, and it's not, and I'm I'm using dating as an example, but like the Taylor Swift thing goes well beyond that. It's not just dating; like they know every single thing yeah. about this person. Yeah, you I know, don't like I don't get it at all. Yeah, I don't either. I don't care where you, I don't I don't I don't, I don't even want to know where you grew up. I don't care. I'm never gonna meet you. We're not friends. I don't care. Yeah, like when there's celebrities or entertainers or, um, you know, athletes or however you want to put it, like I, if they come across my interests, like if they do some really cool car thing or they're on the Browns or a Buckeye or they make a great movie that I like, that's about as far as much as I care about them. I'm like, oh, they were in that movie I enjoyed. That's mm-hmm. it. It, in, it literally ends there. Even my favorite, like musicians. I love the Chili Peppers. I don't know anything about those dudes outside of what they do. It's just the album, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I like the band. I don't need to know every woman Anthony Kiedis has slept with. <laughs> I just, right. I just, can I just listen to Arcadium and be left alone? The only but thing I know about the Chili Peppers is they went to my high school. That's it. Wow, you know that's more than only, me. And that's <laughs> only because I went to that high school. It wasn't like I looked it up. Yeah, so like I don't know, and and 
we just had a good conversation about it. my wife was actually she actually agreed with me she's like no i she's like i think you're right she's like it is kind of weird that that like we do this and it's not just taylor swift it it's is. just the the swift folks go hard like it's just it's, it's yeah it's more fervorous with them it's more zealous the ownership like, that they have around her life is scary it, right that's like, so when i was joking it's cult like that's where the where the mm-hmm. that's where it was derived from it is it is they do have yeah. a strong ownership for life and a first like i think she can murder somebody in cold blood on television and sh- people would defend her millions oh, yeah. <laughs> i agree yeah you, you know <laughs> certain celebrities have that very few but certain celebrities they'd be that. like like well, what did that person do to her <laughs> that was digital Oh man! Go 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 on social media and say anything about bad about Nicki Minaj and watch what happens. Watch Yarden, her feed just fill up with just the. Jordan says she ate chicken nuggets with ketchup and ranch, and the next day the Empire State Building was lit with red and white lights. What? This influence, man. She is the the ultimate influencer. She is supreme that, Yarden, influence. I'm not reading your question. Not doing it. What's his question? <laughs> Not reading it. Oh no, we should do that. That's the fun one. We've done all of this. It's not. It's not. I want her out of my life. I don't want to deal with her. Jordan writes in: If Taylor Swift decides to date a basketball player next, who should it be? So the point I wanted to make: Fuck her up. Has she ever dated a black guy? I don't know. I don't know anybody she's dated. I want it to be like John Morant. (laughs) (laughs) I'm rooting for chaos. That's what I feel Kyrie would be. Kyrie's good. Kyrie's better. Kyrie is my vote. Kyrie is my vote. All the but here's the thing: the approval rating for Kyrie would turn around in an instant. (laughs) Until until he completely screws her, like just yeah. But that first day, writes a song. People would be like, "He's so misunderstood. You guys just don't get him. (laughs) You guys just don't don't get Kyrie. You don't want to go in the wrong road." Y'all are, y'all are choosing violence, so I guess I got to choose violence. That's all I can choose. I don't have another, I'm going another violence option. I, I'm going nuclear code. James Harden. <laughs> 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 let's go nuclear. If we're gonna go, if we're gonna go there, the beer. Let's go there. <laughs> James Harden. Oh my God, that's hilarious. Oh, that's so good. Taylor Swift's strip club with look, James look. Harden. She can fix him. <laughs> Oh my Just God. A, a disaster waiting to happen. <laughs> <laughs> Smoking Joe says I would stop watching basketball if she dated Tatum. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony Davis. Nobody wants it to be on their favorite team, right? No. Jimmy Butler. Actually, you know what? Nope. She can date Anthony Davis because maybe he will just leave. Maybe he'll just stop playing basketball and have to worry about him anymore. This man's team is so deep. Just retire. It's so deep with Anthony Davis. Cannot stand AD. <laughs> but Austin Reeves. It's a, it's a decent couple. Yeah. We don't well, I don't want anything decent. I want violence and, and terribleness. All right. Chris Birdman Anderson. Wow. Wow. I want her to just upset. So, I just want her to upset her base. <laughs> Suddenly neck tattoos become popular. I don't really let's really stress the limits of here. Like how far can we make these people go? <laughs> yeah. 
her bad boy phase. Yeah. <laughs> People Jeez. getting mohawks and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Good God. Oh, that was hilarious, Yarden. Good question. Yeah. <sighs> From Bromigo, the Bromigo pod, he says, been seeing a lot of Spider-Man 2 is just woke propaganda. The Curious to know your mean? thoughts. What? There was a Reddit thread. I actually know something about this. There was a, I don't know what it is about. There's a Reddit thread that said, describe Spider-Man 2 in one word. And I think woke was in there like a hundred times. I scrolled through it and people were like, great, fun, fast, all these things. But I kept seeing woke over and over and over again. I was like, I don't know what that's about. Makes no sense whatsoever. I don't understand. That's a terrible take. Whoever wrote that take is terrible. They didn't play that game for shit. Nothing about that game. They don't know what woke means. Nothing about that game says woke. Hmm. And first, like we're saying woke like it's a bad thing. Yeah. Hmm. That makes no sense. Yeah. Those are just, uh, I'm not going to get into it. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Um, woke prop- <sighs> Moving on. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Dev's glitching John 32. over here. <laughs> He's about to lose it. <laughs> just, ah. John 32 says, thought on the proliferation of current athletes having their own podcast while still in the middle of their careers. I absolutely sense. love it. I fucking love I, it. I, I don't know if I, I like love it, it but it makes good. sense. I like it when it's good. There, that's a better way. But yeah, like, not <laughs> yeah. everybody needs to do some, it. Some of you motherfuckers are boring as fucking. Yeah, and they're not very good at it. Y'all don't and, have and, any character. Y'all don't have any personality. Y'all shouldn't do podcasts. You motherfuckers probably shouldn't even talk. Like, well, it, like it oversaturates things, and then you do run into like the awkward situations where some people don't need a microphone. You're saying shit that like looks poorly on you, the team. <laughs> you yeah. know, like oh, I'm here for all that. That's just all chaos. That I'm not gonna listen to those podcasts, but I'm here for it because it's all just chaos, and I That's like you to get hear players punching each other in practice and shit. I'm all right with that. So I'm okay mm. with that because we did. The, I mean, look, the '80s, we were punching fools in the games, so I'm okay with it. Let's bring back a little more violence to the NBA. I'm okay with this. I mean, I I just think it. I mean, it goes without saying. These people are at the prime or the highlight of their careers at the top level. They have notoriety just by their status and their place. So. In in like this modern technology age, you're gonna monetize that. Everybody monetizes popularity. Mm-hmm. You're gonna get as you should. You're gonna get. Um, I mean, I I hate that. It's not like my favorite thing about the age. So I, I don't agree with as you should. But if that's your if that's your motive, like if that's your goal is to monetize your popularity, then yeah, as you should. Um, yeah, I'm with it. I mean, you're gonna make money off me anyway. I might as well make money off me too. Yeah, I yep. just, I just don't like the over, the oversubscribe, the over, you know, just like the general. I'm not trying to make like a pointed statement, just like the generalness of everything being ring the bell, subscribe. I've got a Patreon. I got the thing. Like it's, it became. Oh, it's everybody I'll does it, and out. it's too much, man. <laughs> it's too much. Yeah, it's constant. Yeah, when everybody does it, it's not fun anymore, right? Like when it's all yeah. the time, you know, it'd be nice if it was a little more. It's like. It would be nice to know that some of these people are doing it because they want to do it, and it's not just about monetizing their popularity. I guess that's a, maybe a better way of putting it. Yeah, it'd be nice if some of these like, people actually wanted to do it. I think Draymond Green. I do. I do agree it. with you. I think he wants uh, to do it. Paul George. I think he just wants to do it. But I think a lot of people are doing it because there's something to be gained from it, and that's like that's their yeah. motivation. If that went away, 
I don't think they keep doing it. Yeah, I think I think I agree. Yeah, the ones I listen to, I don't think it's that. I think it's like they just I've got something to say. I'm gonna hang out and say it, and it's not really about me getting paid or anything like that. Like I just want to sh- talk and share. Richard so, Jefferson's yeah. amazing. Yeah, I love his podcast. His podcast is great. Road tripping. Yep. Yeah, they're so I love, good. Um, uh, what's his name? So Paul George's podcast, I really love. I really enjoy Podcast P, and he has wow. a lot of other NBA he, players. Oh, on. I'm sorry, never mind. You said Paul George. I was thinking Paul Pierce. I was like, no, whoa, Paul Pierce. I would never <laughs> listen to anything Paul Pierce. No, he can kick rocks. Yeah. Um, but yeah, his, I want his Anthony Davis to write a I hate Dev podcast. <laughs> he just starts yeah, podcast does the same shit <laughs> to Dev. Do it. Uh, he's just replaying Dev's take on PSVD. See, this is this is a terrible take. <laughs> Dev doesn't show up a week. We can never rely on him. He's just never there. Pulls the one eighty. That'd be amazing. I love it. <laughs> I would like more of that from athletes. Yeah. It would be nice to see yeah. more athletes kind of give it back. But yeah, yeah. yeah. JJ I, I mean, Reddick's podcast, the old man and the three, is also really good. Hit or miss. I think for him, it depends a lot on his uh, on his guest. I could listen to JJ Reddick talk basketball without anybody else. Period. When he talks hoops, it's nice. When he starts talking about all the like how how you're supposed to be and all that, like that's I kind of get lost. I've never heard any of that. I just listen to the basketball. Gets into that a lot. Gets into that a lot. Um, But yeah, generally, I mean, I think all the athletes should if they want to, because they've got, like I said, they've got and like. This whole world with social media is just everybody talking all the time, mm-hmm. right? That's all yep. everything we're doing. We're just live streaming thoughts, whether it be on Twitch or Twitter or, or what's the other one? Blue Sky. What was the thing Instagram did? Uh, threads. Is it called Threads? Threads. threads. Is, that thing, right? is that still a thing? I have no idea. Yes, it is. Right. Very much so. <clears throat> so you could, I mean, I could also say that like generally I think there's just, there's too much talk. There's too much analyzation. I think that I think that leads. I actually do think that leads. And I'm not trying to sound like a boomer old man. It's not. It's not that. There is. A, we've talked about this privately, but if you want to talk about it publicly, I do think that the amount of opinion that is out there leads to greater polarity amongst the voices and greater division of the people, because the the platforms themselves shine a light or, or promote or propagate people saying things that get more attention than others. That's kind of the currency that's being traded. And to do that, you have to say things to get noticed, like saying, you know, I like chicken. That's not a take that anybody cares to notice, right? Saying that, you know, some outlandish thing that gets the attention. And I think if our systems keep driving that like that, that as like the platform, um, again, the currency that's being traded. I don't know if that mm-hmm. is like a necessarily a good thing for society as a whole. Yeah, um, absolutely not. We don't need a right. bunch of Stephen A. Smith just making a bunch of noise. Yeah. What, and like we Donnie's see trying to say in the nicest way as possible. He's trying to say it now. I'm going to tell you what he's really trying to say. Some of y'all should just shut the fuck up. <laughs> all of y'all don't need to have a voice. And people may say the same thing about us too. Opinions. You know, I'm not trying to yeah. point fingers. People may think the same thing about us. I am. <laughs> so y'all should <laughs> shut up. <laughs> not everybody needs a goddamn mic. <laughs> um, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. <laughs> it's just like, it's just the abundance. There's so much. It's honestly, it's just, there's so much. It's an overwhelming amount of discussion. 
on all matters. Yes. Pop culture, society, culture in general, identity, politics, sport. It's just, you know, the overanalyzation of everything. It always just kind of, I feel like it always just kind of boils down to, I have this opinion versus the people that don't. And then again, that sets up like its own line in the sand. And uh, I generally wonder, we've talked about this. I, I think most people, would, would you agree that like social media is like a net negative? Or do you yep. think it's a net yes. positive? Because it's got net pros negative. and cons. It's There's a, a lot negative. of information Period. travels faster today than it ever has before. We're all more informed, more possibly more educated. No. But then you also have misinformation, which is able to spread that. faster than ever before. Right. But yeah, like it's it's very easy to rally people against a cause. Mm-hmm. Um it's a it's yeah. a net negative because the negative the negativity of what's out there is always gonna be more proliferated than anything positive. So yeah. you think yes. about the kids that are getting that'll be getting bullied at school. Now they're also getting bullied online. Like yeah. that to me trumps any information being transferred faster because then you also have all the misinformation so for me it's just a complete net negative yeah and it's a deep topic and again i'm not pointing fingers or placing blame i'm even i'm just i'm really just kind of pandering philosophically philosophically i worry about the impact this has 40 50 60 years of this like 10 years because we grew up on this like we saw this kind of come to age and now you start hearing about like countries like restricting or capping or like i actually start to get it i'm like yeah we might actually might want to start doing that and that's so mm-hmm. like people are you're not gonna tell me what to do this is american freedom i'm like yeah but it's i don't know if this is going to continue being america if this keeps going on <laughs> you mm-hmm. know it's like yeah there maybe and some guardrails are necessary you see yep. the the conspiracy f- theories that like they don't just get talked about like they reach people mm-hmm. you know yeah. they make new followers new believers that stuff is scary that kind of dumb like that stuff the pro- is detrimental the, the problem yeah. is does the truth matter if you can just make up your own truth now it, and then it comes to new exactly. truth and that's and the problem exactly. <laughs> people are just making up their own goddamn truth and it's becoming the new truth but you you're finding it's like we are empowering those groups of people Whatever, good or bad, like we saw this on full display during COVID. What it is, is people go to social media to find people that agree with them. Mm -hmm. They don't go to find debate to learn something new. They just go for reinforcement, for validation. And then they find each other and then they find each other in groups. And then that group starts to do group-based stuff, right? And that can impact change, good and bad. Uh, And I'm not throwing the baby out with the bathwater. It just feels like a lot of bad. <laughs> it just feels like the bad outweighs the good a lot of the time. All the time. And maybe that's because we see so much of the negative because that's what the system, that's what the machine does. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's a lot of good we just don't know about. I'm I'm will I'm open-minded to all ends. I don't want to just say it's bad. I mean, these are just kind that. of the thoughts I wrestle with in my head at times. Before social media, just look at the news. 90% of the news is the negative stuff because that's what sales. That's what yeah, people remember. The positive the stuff. Yeah. The positive stuff is like, oh, and we're going to do the story of the week. This is the positive thing. And nobody remembers that. This one little To try story. to make it lighter and not so heavy. I think the same thing about sports. We were talking about Stephen A earlier. Mm-hmm. Like that whole 
Skip and Stephen A and like they destroyed ESPN. Yeah, and everything that I liked about ESPN. We used to just have like an ESPN sports show where they showed highlights yeah. and they talked about it. And it wasn't like I'm screaming at you and I offend you and you walk off the stage. It's like Jerry Springer now. Like, what the yeah, fuck is going on, guys? Yeah. I just wanted you to tell me if you thought this quarterback played well or not. He ain't got to be right. all this fucking serious. <laughs> the whole yeah, embrace the debate thing, it completely just, it, ugh. I just want to watch Sports Center. Yeah, I don't need a whole debate of you yelling at him while the Cowboys are terrible. Like, I don't need all that. Like, can we just talk about the game and score with some highlights? But, but unfortunately, that's what people gravitate towards. They gravitate towards the arguments, the disagreements. Because like that. that's why shows. Of, it all happened because of the writer's strike and fucking reality TV. I was going to say that. That's what I'm leading to. That's why like, shows that like is the real all came so popular. That is the turn of society. Because people, people wait for that, that, that shooter dropping. Oh, they for the fight. Here goes the argument, and that's kind of mm-hmm. where we at now. Yep. Used to have part in the interruption. The yeah. And PTI wasn't even that bad. Like no, PTI was by not skipping Shannon. Like that was just like, okay, we're gonna go on this topic for just a quick second. And it's just a it's just a talk. They're having a conversation. It's not constantly yeah. yelling at each other. Again, man, the idiocracy movie, way ahead of its time. Oh yeah. Just not wait. a good movie. Like I remember watching that back in high school and I was like, this is not a good movie. And then as the longer we've lived, I'm like, oh, it keeps coming up. We're getting there. <laughs> like, like, was I watching Nostradamus in theaters? Like, what the? <laughs> this man is spot on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're hiring. We're we're making wrestlers presidents and shit. Like, oh my God, this shit's coming true. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Unfortunately. Uh, uh, yeah. Anyway, <sighs> existential. <laughs> crisis yeah. aside next question <laughs> uh, moving on Cal the Pug he says what horror movie series are you forcing your podcast co-hosts to watch it can be something they despise entirely I wouldn't do that Yeah, I, would, I like horror movies too much to, to make you guys watch stuff you yeah. don't like yeah I want you to watch something I want you to dig it but see all the stuff I like I would want Donnie to watch he's already seen so it's like weird that's probably not true that's I'm sure you've seen series in, ter- in terms of series, yeah, you've probably seen all of them. Well, there may be, like, I may have seen some of it, but, like, I may not be as into the series as you, right? Yeah. So, like, I haven't so, seen all the Saw movies. I've seen, like, three Saw movies because I'm not that into Saw. I would not, I would not make you watch Saw. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just throwing it out yeah, there. Like, yeah. there are certain things. See, I'm just trying to think what series I, I can get you to watch that you know, I feel like you would watch. And I, like, I, don't, I can't think of any that you would watch. It'd probably be a TV series because I don't watch a whole lot of TV series. That'd be your easiest get. TV that. series. You've probably seen all kinds of series. You've probably seen all kinds of stuff that I've never seen. TV series. Now that probably would work. Yeah, that that's a good yeah. one. That's a good point. I was gonna say the Flanagan stuff that's on Netflix, but then it said movie series, so I had to back off that. Yeah, I ain't never seen any of that. I love that stuff. Oh my god, the Fuller House of Usher, fucking fantastic. Yeah, I've heard about it. Just didn't watch it. And I, I hate that every year we do take it forward and somebody asks me about the new hot horror TV drama series. <laughs> I'm like, I have no idea. I'm not I haven't watched any of it. Some of it's really good. There was like the there was Hill House, 
right? And How, people the, love the that haunting thing. of the, the oh, so good. All of his mm-hmm. stuff on Netflix has been. Really I haven't even good. watched really all of the it. Chucky series, and I love Chucky. Like I just can't. I can't, just you can't, can't do a series. You can't I do can't it. stick with a show that long. It's very hard. You got two hours. Make it the happen. Most, like, in the most of the Chucky series I've watched, I wait until the series is done, and then I just do it in one shot. I just put the thing in, and I just watch the whole damn show in a day. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. It's just not how I consume television. I mean, I'm trying to think too. We watched the whole net. We watched the whole House of Usher in like two days, and like the Haunting of Hill House and all that stuff. We'll watch them in like two days. We'll watch four episodes here, four episodes there, and be done. Thanks. You know what? Oh, so good. I think this counts. I'll get done and watch Death Note. Yeah, I haven't watched that. There you go. We're gonna get Dev to watch that. I don't. I don't know a whole lot about. Devin horror outside of that he doesn't like it i could care less about horror just doesn't do much for me unless it's like um religious horror stuff that always kind of gets me like stigmata um okay the what's the one with johnny depp the 13th book or something uh what the hell is it it's about the devil's bible oh i mean i've seen that one the 13th gate that's what it is oh i think i have seen that one long time ago though Mm-hmm. It's old. That's old. It's not new. It's really old. But I have really you like seen that. The Exorcism of Emily Rose? Nope. That would be the movie I would pick for you. My favorite Is Exorcism. Is it a series movie. though? No, it's just the one movie. Does it have to be a franchise? Yeah, I think he said series, horror movie series. That's a franchise. Yeah, that's why I was like. Hmm. You mean when he's when you say horror movie series, you mean a series of movies. That's not what, like a TV series. Assuming, yeah, like Friday the 13th, Nightmare I got you. on Elm okay, Street. My bad. So, my bad. I tried and I failed. My bad. Um, that's what makes it hard. A series. Like, I was thinking of Evil Dead, Smoking Joe, but I don't think he, Dev, would like all of the Evil Dead. He would just like the funny one. I agree. Um, You know what, Dev? I, you know what? If, we, if we're adding TV shows... Ash vs. Evil Dead. There you go. It's a good mix of funny and scary. Okay. Army of Darkness was hilarious. I yeah, see, that I was thinking you would maybe have seen those. I saw that in theaters. Army of Darkness. Wow. Yes, I'm that old. <laughs> um... How about the zombie trilogy? Rob Zombie's House of a Thousand Corpses, The Devil's Rejects. I saw that in theaters and I hated it. God, I hated that movie. Which one? House of a Thousand Corpses. The Devil's Rejects. I don't think I've seen any of those. The Three from Hell. What'd you say, Dev? I don't think I've seen any of those. Well, then be my answer for you. Watch the Rob Zombie trilogy. Okay. House of a Thousand Corpses is very Texas Chainsaw. And it's a little out there. Um, but it all makes sense and pays off extremely well with Devil's Rejects, which is incredible. It's so good. Okay. All right. Um, we need a funny horror movie franchise. You know what? To recommend Night on Elm Street. I mean, I think Elm Street's funny. Dev's got to watch those, I, right? Yeah, I've watched most of those, and they're hilarious. I think Freddy is fucking a comedian. He's so funny. So, he's hilarious. He's great. 
We watched. Like I've, uh, seen, I've seen most of those. I've seen most of like the Jason movies. I've seen a good deal okay. of the Halloween movies. Shaun like, of the Dead. I watched the first. Like that. Yeah, I watched the first Nightmare on Elm Street. Um, this not Nightmare on Street, Elm Street. Um, Friday Thirteenth this week. You done Zombieland? We we did that. You've seen Zombieland? We watched the first Nightmare uh, Friday the Thirteenth like two, and it was so fucking slow. It is. God, it was so I, boring. I, I liked it until the reveal happened. I'm like. I'm like, oh. We didn't even get that far. We got like, we were so bored. Turned it off like half. Once like, you so once boring. you see who it is, it's like, oh. And then you see the person like try to like kill. Like, why is this person a threat? Like, you should be able to easily murder this person. <laughs> like, I, you seen Night of the Comet Dev? Never heard of it. That is maybe possibly my favorite. B horror movie of all time. It's extremely eighties, super eighties, and it is funny as hell. I almost bought that this week, and it's like it's kind of it's like funny bad, like it's terrible but it's hilarious. It's a good time. That's a good time if you want to like ever kick it old school and just have a funny time with like the apocalypse and very eighties oh, and God. malls and shit. I'm, I'm reading what it is, and I'm just like, oh, this is just the worst. My other answer was going to be: Have you seen Cabin Fever? Yeah, pancakes, pancakes. I love it. I love it so much. It's so good. Well, Dev's a hard one to peg, but Dev, yeah, like gotta watch the zombie trilogy, man. I didn't know you never watched those. Never seen them. I recognize the cover. I think it's a House of a Thousand Corpses because I've yeah. seen that cover everywhere. We got free it. tickets to see that. Yeah, but the Devil's out. Rejects is great. Um. Kyle says, what about the Candyman franchise? What about it? Dev, you've seen those, right? I've seen the first one. Yeah, I love Scared candy. the shit out of me. As a kid, didn't know. Scared the shit out of me. You scared okay. to go see Candyman in the mirror? I'm not saying that shit in the mirror. I'm oh, I that. That Don't time. invite those spirits into my time. house. Did mm-hmm. it all the time. Dev, that's how you get ghosts. That's how you, exactly. <laughs> that's how you get ghosts. No, thank you. We ain't, mm. Nope. Yeah. We ain't playing with you guys that. Really, playing it's with just a spirits. movie. They're just they're just movies and and it's just like you're like your Star Wars and your Spider like your superheroes they no different you can't go see Spider Man in the mirror and Spider Man show up I'm gonna try that Spider Man ain't trying to kill you I ain't playing with these spirits Mm-mm, nope no sir I ain't playing with these spirits hey he's not wrong he's not wrong I remember being a kid he's like go oh, see Bloody Mary in the mirror I'm like absolutely no, not I will not absolutely not no, <laughs> what's that evil Jesus, on me. Nope. <laughs> First of all, I used to love doing that when I was a kid. We did that shit all the time. Super fun. Yeah, absolutely. Not. No, thank you. You know, uh, speaking of horror movies, Jack is dressing up as Ghostface for, for Halloween. Oh, and he job, asked Jack. me to watch his first Halloween, his first scary movie ever. He's never done scary movies, but he wanted to watch the movie that Ghostface was in, even know what it was called. And I was like, Scream. I was like, Yeah, we can watch Scream. And uh, we watched it, and I, and I, I mean, obviously, I, I was, I told him, I was like, I'll watch whatever you want to watch, because my kids never wanted to watch horror movies with me. I was like, yes, we'll watch it. Um, but he wasn't that into it, even regardless of me. I wasn't saying anything. He was just like, this is kind of dumb, and I was like, yeah, it kind of is. It always has been. <laughs> like, yeah, it's, it's, it's I've a never, good start of scary. I've never enjoyed Scream as it? much as our generation did. It is. It's not. Too it's a good violent. starter scary movie. It's stupid. 
Yeah, it's kind of yeah, but it's, it's not too it's scary. It's, it's a good introduction. That's what I told my wife. She was like really worried. She was like, it's going to be too much. I'm like, scream? It's not scary. Scream? Not scary. Yeah. Scream. No. I know what you did last summer. All of these stupid oh, movies. I know what you they're did last scary. summer. is a terrible movie. I don't yeah, think Scream's a terrible scary. movie. I think they're both terrible. It's just over, overhyped. Yeah. But for like a 12, 13 year old, like, it's a, that's a good starter scary movie to get into. Yeah, no, it's, it's good, not. Good slasher. Little teen scream. I'm feeling a little woozy over here. Oh, God. I, we were watching the ending and I was like, I fucking hate this guy so much. You kill him already. Listen, <laughs> yeah. man. It's like, oh, my God. It was brutal. I haven't watched that. I haven't watched just regular old scream in so long for good reason because of that. Um, But yeah, maybe he didn't have any issues with it. So maybe he'll watch more with me. I don't know. But hopefully we can do something better than scream. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Enough of this scary movie crap. Last question. Rob 3000, he says, who's playing Alan Wake 2? See, what are your thoughts on the PC requirement controversy? I didn't read that at all. I don't know if it's controversial. It's not just is the requirements. The requirements are very high. They're controversial requirements. They get the demand controversial requirements at all. What are they? What is controversial about it? So people, how can PC requirements be controversial? So the controversy, which is not controversy, and it's stupid. I don't think we're using yeah. the controversy right. I don't think we're using the right. Probably word. not. Just anger. Oh, it's <laughs> anger. <laughs> the anger it's over causing, the requirements. It's not a controversy. A controversy because people are mad because their seven-year-old GPU can't run this game. First My of fucking all, two-year-old GPU apparently can't run the fucking game. <laughs> which is typically how PC gaming really goes. <laughs> like if yeah. with PC gaming, it's a constant upgrade phase. Like you, if you're not upgrading your GPU, possibly your CPU every three years, there's going to be games you just can't run well. And that's just always been how PC gaming has been. You have a lot of people who are new to the PC gaming space that have older, that are like, why can't my thing run this at the highest thing? Because you've come my from 1050 the console 4K generation. 120. Yeah, because you've come from the console generation. And I think the 360 PS3 generation you have a Steam being deck, super sir. long. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and the PS4 generation being super long has led, has lulled people into thinking that dev cycles just last longer. Like, a new GPU comes out every other year. Yeah. There's a new CPU every year. And if you're a AAA developer trying to push the limits of what the PC hardware can do, then you're, you're aiming for the highest end stuff. And yeah, just by attrition, you're weeding out all the other stuff that can't run it. And that's just the way PC gaming has always been. I also don't big mad about it. I mean, I, I studied their little chart because I'll be playing it on PC. I've already pre-ordered my game on Epic. I also don't like necessarily 100% believe their charts. Their charts are always like kind of like recommendations. You can play with settings to like bend. Like I've never looked at anything like it's hard and stop. By their yeah. chart standards, I think to play at 60 frames based on their chart standards, I would have to play at 1080p. And I guarantee you that's not the case. I guarantee you oh, I can you, play you the thing at 60, at least 1440, down. if not 4K. I could probably get to 4K with some upscaling and whatnot. Um, and just probably lower a lot of other settings, turn ray tracing off, things like that. So, but they, you know, they did say that they, this game is intended to be at 30, right? So they made it originally for 30. Mm -hmm. So when I hear that these days, I think it may be very CPU intensive. Um, and maybe like trying to get up to 60 is difficult. It's not necessarily GPU based. 
this one is way more GPU based. Okay. You look at the CPUs. It's, they're talking about like for the the recommended, it's it's a Ryzen seven thirty seven hundred, which is not okay. a new CPU. Yeah, I don't have it up in, in front any, of me. Yeah, it's not it's not the CPU. It's it's the GPU that is really needed. That needs a, a high end GPU. The fact and that he needs like, like a lot minimum, of VRAM, right? Um, not necessarily a lot of VMAP, VRAM. Actually, it's it's more just the processing power of the GPU itself. For I example, thought their VRAM requirements were pretty high, mm-mm. even at like lower resolutions. Min- so the minimum low low graphics preset. 1080p for 30 frames per second requires an RTX 2060. Yeah. And that's with six gigs of VRAM and D and running DLSS at quality to be able to run the game. And that seems low. Pretty good to me. Is that not? So it, it, it's, it's, I had it's a 2060 a in because, my laptop like years ago. Right. So the 2060 is is an older card, but you have a lot of people who are still running the 10 series. So people are mad because it, it won't. It's you mean to tell me to even run it on low? Oh, I you get out of PC gaming. Maybe it's not for you. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's like again, I feel the same way about you're cars. talking about a seven year old <laughs> GPU. Like, bruh, you can't play a game that comes out in 2023 on a GPU that came out in like 2015. Like, no, it doesn't work that way. It's just not. It's not going to work that way. Yeah, there's no amount of you need to actually to help you there. Yeah, <clears throat> that and that's the thing. It's it's really people trying to run games on really old hardware. Like it's just we're at the point where you, you there's an upgrade cycle with. Well, I remember looking PC at it. Game. I rem- I think it's a little bit more, and I don't think it's just everybody's mad because they play on old technology. The, no, that the is requirements of the higher end are though really high though. They I remember I was looking at it and I was like, I don't know if I've got it. Yeah, you know? ray tra- look, ray tracing is an automatic I'm pull system. Up the damn killer. chart. So if you run it, even the ultra settings, ultra 4K 60, you, they're saying like the minimum is an RTX. Yeah, if you 40. want to do 1080 60, they want you to have a 3070. Mm-hmm. Like usually a 3070 gets you a little bit better than that. And that's on the low graphics preset that or the medium, everything at medium. Yeah. And that just means the game is is very graphic intensive. Like it just requires a lot of processing power. And then the ultra uh, at high at 4K, you know, 4070 with 12 gigs of VRAM. Yep. So I'm going to be somewhere in the middle of those two. But I'll probably yep. turn a lot of those settings down. Just like I did with, you know, Dying Light and Cyberpunk. Like I'll, I'll dial it in. You pick and choose what you want, what you care about. I've always learned that well, I mean, I've said it since these consoles launched, and I still say it. I don't care a whole lot about ray tracing. It doesn't usually make a gigantic... It does make a difference. I do think it's an improvement. But when I'm play, actively playing a game, I'm not stopping notice to notice the ray tracing. Mm-hmm. I also yep. feel the same way about, like, shadow details. Like, I want the shadows there, but, like, I don't need my shadows to be 100% the right shade of shadow and the exact yep. shape, like... I ain't studying shadows that hard. You're not going to notice it in a lot of games. Yeah, a game like Alan Wake, you might because of the fact that you might. You're yeah, not, with that not game, it might, be, it might game. be very dark. This is one that is trying to create a, an atmosphere and to turn it all the way up. Like it's going to create a really surreal to experience. that effect. One of the effects that I think make a huge difference and they are very intensive is volumetric stuff. Mm-hmm. Volumetric stuff. You do notice when you're playing and if you turn it down, Absolutely. some shit can look real janky real quick. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like you want to you want to keep that up if you can um 
But yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to it. I imagine I have never not been able to play something even because I, and here's the thing. I usually don't even play at 4k, but to yeah. this point, I have not been not able to play at 4k on this computer, but I usually play yeah. at 1600 is, is kind of my sweet spot. Cause it takes up a large portion of my screen, but I can still keep up little side windows on the side. I have, di- mm-hmm. I have discord open, maybe music or podcast. I've gotten real cozy with this little 1600 setup that I'm at. So that saves me a little bit because I'm not running most things in 4K anyway. I'll be curious to see how well it runs because even needing a 3070 to run 1080p 60, I'm curious to what your 30, we'll what the 3080 right. is going to do. I might, I might be playing at 1080. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not playing. I mean, I'm, I want the frames if possible. But it also might be one of those, there are certain games at 30 that are fine. Right. If it's I a mean, slow game and it's a smooth 30, 30, maybe mm-hmm. I let's let's crank it up. I'll play it at 30. Mm-hmm. It's okay. 1440p, 30 frames. Delvin, you ready, ready to get die. down on the Steam Deck? Nah, I'm playing this on my console. PS5, baby. Nice. I ain't got to worry about none of these things that y'all talk about. Like uh, well, all the ray tracing and all this other shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> Just plug it in, turn it on, play it. Don't think about it. Well, yeah, like... Haley was like, I'm glad I'm playing PS5. And I think she's playing there. And I'm sure it'll be a fine experience. But like, mm-hmm. if the requirements are this high on PC, like, do we know? Like, it may not be all that great on, on console either. Like, it may be pretty tough. It's not like it's going to be running a 4K 120 on console out of, out of the blue. Right? Like, consoles, these well, consoles don't have that much there. So it may be more it's optimized. It's probably going to run... At a but, subpar, uh, like a sub 1080p base resolution, upscale checkerboard yeah. rendering, um, to get to 4K, it probably won't even run like That's full fine. 4K. It'll probably be dynamic, um, dyna- a dynamic Good. resolution with the 1080p base. Uh, probably no ray tracing. Maybe a little bit of ray tracing, depending. And it's like. There's a performance mode, so there's a way to get it to run 60. I wonder what it's going to look like running at 60. Yeah, so me again, they're like, we're going to have a performance mode, and the whole time I was like, what does that mean? Right. <laughs> You've cut everything Can in I half. Nobody the wants bad that. Guys with the flashlight. Reminds me of Horizon. That's Remember Horizon had that performance mode like at launch, and I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. but nobody, nobody wants this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not good though. <sighs> I don't know. Uh, when this news came out, this, this is a couple weeks old at this point. There were people on Reddit like, I'm glad I got a console. And I'm like, I don't think you, like, <laughs> like you guys are thinking like it's just going to be twice as good on console. It's not. We've been here before. I think it's just one of those things with the console where they're just, they're, they're not looking at this stuff. Like, does it play? Exactly. Okay. Now you're it. Does it and play? It's good enough. Like, yeah, Delvin <laughs> doesn't know anything about ambient occlusion yeah, and, and volumetric. <laughs> He's like, what? Who he turns it on? Who <laughs> turns it on and it plays? Fuck. And he's good. Does it ah. play? Can I aim the flashlight at the bad guys and shoot them? We'll find I will say we have we have kind of converted Delvin to the 60 FPS though because he let me know he tried to play Spider Man in 30. He was like, absolutely, dude, not. you can't play Spider Man in 30. That's not a 30 game. Yeah. Absolutely not. Yeah, I'm like, no, this is terrible. <laughs> it's, like playing a, it's like playing Call of Duty at 30. Like, are you out of your damn mind? Yeah, like, I try. It said fidelity mode because I think it booted up in fidelity. Like, no, this is terrible. So you have I your you have this. your console set to automatically do fidelity. Mine is set to automatically do performance, performance. Mode because I know better. That's yeah. what it was with. Yeah. Was is that what it was with Horizon? Their fidelity mode was all choppy and shit. Yeah, the fi- but their performance no, mode no. was great. Yes. 
The performance yes. mode, the performance mode was good, but if you took a like a, a still, you could see how bad things in the distance looked in until the they fixed mode. it. And then I got in until after they, they fixed, fixed it, it right? Mm-hmm. That's yep. it. correct. Right. I remember there's something because I remember I, whatever the mode was, I tried the other mode and I was like, absolutely. I did like a one. I like walked forward and I spent five seconds trying that. I was like, no, absolutely not. Yeah. And I blame all yeah. that on PC. I probably would have noticed ten years ago, but playing mm-hmm. on PC, I was like, this is what is this trash? Yeah. <laughs> Why is this even an option? <laughs> Why did they let people do this? Yeah. Yeah. It's real bad. <laughs> Save them from themselves. Um. I'm excited. And then for the rest Mike. of less of Rob's questions is uh, what's on your wish list for the Steam Halloween sale kicking off tomorrow? Absolutely oh, nothing. I mean, I spent so much money already on the the Switch shop. I mean, Steam hasn't. So I was going to say this earlier. Steam hasn't had like crazy sales of late. It's been a minute. They always have sales. There's a lot of stuff on their sales. Yeah, they they always oh, have wait. sales. But like, man, years ago when I got into Steam, I could buy so many games for like a dollar. Like they had really good sales. I haven't seen a whole lot of those lately. It seems like as as Steam keeps getting more and more popular, they're like, you know, we don't have to sell stuff that cheaply anymore. Yeah, I've been wondering that if that's a thing lately. Last of Us Part One is forty seven ninety nine. Yeah, like the cheap games on Steam now are like seven ninety nine, twelve ninety. It's more console like now. Yeah. The gold mm. edition of Resident Evil is twenty nine fifty nine. Um, there's some decent stuff on here. You can get Gollum, Lord of the Rings Gollum for thirty bucks. Nah, it's too much. That. They should give me thirty bucks back. They should put thirty bucks <laughs> in my Steam account. <laughs> <laughs> here, here. Um, I have hundreds of games in my wish list. I'm not that looking to buy crazy. anything because I'll be playing. Alan Wake and Cyberpunk eventually one day again and and Mario and stuff. So I'm not like actively looking for something. Um, but I do want that Lego racer game. What was that damn thing called? Lego The Forza one. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I was I digging the hell out of that game. It was a lot of fun. And I mean I kind of stopped playing it because I got the crew and I will go back to the crew as well one day and and finish that up. But like I want that Lego game, but I don't. But, but again, drive. But I want it on my terms. I don't want to pay thirty dollars for that game. I want to get that game for like twenty or under, and I'd be very happy, and I can have it and play it. Um, that's really the only thing that I think I'm like checking on. So it probably won't be in the Halloween sale because uh, they're probably going to do this. Five ten dollars. Well, that's great. Dead Rise. Dead Rising, all the games are $20 altogether for all the Dead Rising games. I've been waiting for Samurai Warriors to go on sale forever, for like three years, I feel like. And it never goes on a deep discount sale. So that's the one good thing about consoles, especially on the digital stores with the with the with the subsidized prices. Like if you have plus and live, you even get the cheaper deals. They do some really good sales sometimes. And you can get games on Xbox or Switch or whatever, like $3.99, like dirt. That was me with Switch, man. I went absolutely apeshit on some games on my wish list on Switch because I think I bought, I see you guys a screenshot, not counting Metal Gear and Red Dead because those were new. I think I bought like 12 games for like $40. Wow. It was like $1 here, $4 there, $6 for this one. I got Kakarot. It was like 12 bucks. 
you know? It's not bad. It's a good yeah. sale. And I, and I still get, I'm not saying that you don't get sales on Steam. You do. I just find that like the really good sales I get on Fanatical. I get on yeah. Green Man Gaming. I get on eBay. I get on um, CD keys. You know, I, I get I get deals elsewhere outside of Steam. Honestly, a lot of times what I do is I check Steam for the sale, and then I go check the other prices to see if I can beat the sale. Because a lot of times, like it'll be seven ninety nine on Steam, but I can get it for five ninety nine on Fanatical. Nice. Yeah. Chase them deals with Donnie. That's what he does. Got to get it. Um, I want that Forgive Me Father 2 game. Maybe that'll go on a discount. Yeah, that's a good one. That just came out in early access, and I really, really enjoyed the first one. It's a horror-themed boomer shooter. So I wouldn't mind picking up another. I wouldn't mind picking up the sequel. I haven't finished the first one, though, yet. I need to finish the first one. Never even heard of it. What about you, Dev? I have... Di- what no. are you hunting? Nothing. <laughs> nothing <laughs> at all. Absolutely nothing. No. What about like this? This just this year? Is there nothing you want to catch up on or miss? There's or literally nothing else that I'm looking for at this point. I got Spider Man and Cyberpunk. There's not another game this year that I'm even looking at buying. I want Sonic, but I want it cheap. My son wants Sonic and he wants Wonder. He'll get one of those for his birthday and one of those Wonder. for Christmas. Yeah, Wonder for Christmas or whichever one he's, comes first. He's probably more, he, I'm going to give him probably Sonic for his birthday because I think he's more excited for Sonic um, and then get him Wonder for Christmas. It's not very good though. <laughs> That's the problem. It's it doesn't matter. Good, he he likes Sonic, period. It doesn't matter. He's seven. He doesn't care about whether or not the game is good. He enjoys playing games with Sonic. He really likes mm. Sonic. Fair enough. Yeah, he don't know a good game from a bad game. He just knows he's playing with characters that he likes and it's fun. And that is what gaming really should be. Delvin, are you hunting anything? I'm looking at stuff right now. It's a lot of stuff on sale. But I don't know if I'm going to get anything yet. A lot of stuff out there. I'm trying to look at it like the, the new... Oh, the, I, I knew there was another one. Dead Island. Oh, yeah. I have yet to play Dead Island 2. The cheapest I think I've seen it's $45, which isn't a bad price. It's just I have never, like right now, I wouldn't play it right now because I've got so much to play. That's been me all year long with this game. So I'm, I'm, I can afford to be patient and try to get, I'm trying to get it cheaper. If I can pay that game up for 20 bucks this Black Friday, I'll grab it and stash it and play it another time. Um, but I'm not going to pay $40 for a game I'm not going to play right away. That's been like my new thing. I'm not going to buy full price games, even slightly discounted games. If I'm not going to stop and play them like right then and there, because if I'm not going to play it, then I can wait. I can wait like Mirage. I can wait for mm-hmm. Mirage. I can pick that thing up at UB plus at any moment. So like, yep. there's no rush. I will get to it when I've got time to get to it. And hopefully when it's on sale, I'd rather buy it. I mean, I'd rather buy it than, than rent it. Yeah. <laughs> that's been my kind of thing with games lately like if i am not looking to play it right away i'm probably not going to play it at all so i'm not going to worry about wasting money on it because i have there's been just too many games that i've bought that i didn't play or i bought later on a discount that i still didn't play i'm like that's just me wasting money like i just <clears throat> i know i'm not going to go back and play something so if it's not something that i want to play when it comes out 
I'm not going to even, I'm not even going to bother. I'm not going to buy it later because I'm not going to play it later. Yeah. There's going to be something else that I'd rather play. I've been really good at that this year. I haven't been buying things that I don't play. I know I buy a lot of games, but like. You play a lot of games. I do play a lot of games, but like the little ones that I just bought, like Tamami and stuff like I got those for like $2, you know, like that was nothing. Um, I'm not buying games that are more than say 20, 25 bucks that I'm not actively playing. Yeah. I just keep waiting and waiting and waiting. And, and that's why I missed out on dead Island too. It just wrong time, man. It came out like right before tears of the kingdom. It's like, no, <laughs> like, I'm not getting to you anytime soon. There'd be no reason for me to spend any money on this right now. Right. Um, and I'd prefer not to play it on Epic. I'm not going to wait for Alan Wake. So I got it on Epic, but yeah. I've already missed dead Island too. So maybe I can just wait for the steam release. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'd love to do the same thing with Mirage. Who knows when that'll show up? Valhalla showed right. up like four years later or whatever. So it'll be interesting. Mm. All right. Well, before we get out of here, Wimby's got 15 points, five rebounds, shooting 75% from the field, 60 from three. <laughs> Holy shit. And They're right now, to tell it's people. all tied up. All tied <laughs> up. Three minutes to go. Oh, that's in the fourth? Mm hmm. Hmm. I've been watching the game the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> the beauty of having two screens. Nice. I would, um, he's, he's the cheat code, man. I'm trying to tell people only 20 minutes. So he's only played 20 minutes. Remember game. we had so that they, whole debate. Apparently Donovan Mitchell hit the game winner. Oh, good for him. So we started the game. We started the podcast. When we started the podcast, it was like, what? five minutes to go in the fourth or whatever mm-hmm. it was 105 103 Amos has scored the last 12 points or whatever because he ended with 27 six and four I think when we wow. got the call he had 16 he had like 16 yeah <laughs> wow. like he apparently he's his box score looks good now it didn't look good when we when we joined the call but he made it, it, he, made, it he got it together by the end he got it he got it there oh they're playing Luca mm-hmm Luca's got 27, 13, and 8. Mm-hmm. Kyrie's got 17. 0 for 6. Yeah. Beyond the stripe. And only shooting 38 from the field. Like he's not yeah, shooting Wimby, well at all. 15, two steals, one block, two assists, five rebounds. Those weight those rebounds are he's got to do better. Yeah. You already know how I feel about these big dudes not getting rebounds. And no offense. 6, 9, and 3, either. 5. My thing is, I, I'm just impressed with his. It's truly skill. His ball handling mm-hmm. ability for a guy his size is ridiculous. Yeah. Like it's absurd. I've never seen a seven footer do a, a 180 crossover step back from anywhere on the floor, yeah. let alone from like Steph range. Like what is happening right now? <laughs> it's so crazy watching some of these big dudes that can actually handle the ball because it's like dribbling a tennis ball for them. And I can't dribble a tennis ball to save my life. Like, it's so hard. Like, I just, how yeah. are they able to control the ball that well? It's, it's insane. Yeah, Devin Vassell's good. He didn't even be shooting that well tonight. He's got 21. It's only got one. I like him a lot. I liked him a lot coming out of college. I like what the Spurs are doing. They're slowly putting pieces together. Like, mm-hmm. they're like one really good, like, free agent or trade away from, like, contending. But I think it would be smart for them to, like, sit on it for a year. Yeah, like let Wimby be time. like let them be bad for a year and then cash mm-hmm. in 
cash in yeah. on like one all-star player and then let them grow around that person. I don't know who it could be, right? But like, like they'd be a great place for like Siakam or something like that. Would have been a great place, honestly, for Lillard. He wouldn't have liked it, but like would have been a great place for it because they're ready to like start ascending. They're ready to mm-hmm. go up. Um, we're gonna get back to that Spurs level of basketball. Yep. Just Wimby's got to get a little seasoning, maybe another rookie that they can add to the mix, and then go. Because um, yep. because then they'll start. When I mean, they've already started, I think with Keldon Johnson, they gave him a bunch of money. But all these guys they have, they're about to get extensions. They're about. That's the thing in the NBA. That's the reason I pay attention to the cap. Is you start handing out contracts and that your clock is your clock is running. <laughs> you know, like. Yeah. That's how it works these days. And you can like, op- you can't keep everybody. It's like Vassal's going to get a, an extension and Sohan will get an extension. Johnson's got his. Wimby's going to get a max. So they will get expensive fast. In mm-hmm. the next three to five years, they will be a tax team. Oh, so just stupid. you yeah. add your veterans now while you're cheap and young and then you grow as a tax team together and then like extend your window. So they should be looking for a veteran all-star that they can pick up for draft picks now or next year, not now, next year, and then take off and run. Mm -hmm. That's what the Cavs did, right? They had their little collection of rookies and everything. All right, let's go get Mitchell. And then he may leave. He's a good move. Everybody in the, every, the all, every media person outside of the state of Ohio is convinced that he's going to leave and go to the Knicks. <laughs> now, hindsight told me that I heard that for eight years about LeBron. He is yet to sign with the Knicks. He's been a free nobody, agent a half dozen times. Nobody wants to go to nobody the Knicks. To to, but isn't like, is Donovan from there? Like it does I think his, his like does he have like family or something that's in the office? Like there's something about them because that's been a rumor with him since Utah, since before Cleveland. That's not a new thing. Um, that's been his thing for a minute. Yeah, I don't know. I have no idea why. And nobody ever wants to go to the Knicks. And in, in fact, people who want to go to New York end up going to the Nets instead. Brunson wants to. to play for the Knicks. That is true. His dad in the office. That is very true. Um, but that's as been... long as the ownership is the same for the Knicks. It's like nobody really wants to go there. <laughs> that's been the um, yeah. that's been the scuttlebutt about the Cavs all off season. Like all preseason's just been dominated with. Will he or won't he resign? Okay, he's not a free so, yeah, agent. He's from New York. He's from New yeah, York. That's what yeah. it is. He's not a free agent. We have him under contract next season, too. So, like, you know, I think it's going to be one of those things where if he doesn't resign next season, that they'll trade him. But they've got him. So he's not going anywhere anytime soon. But you know how Cleveland is. I think ever since LeBron Harry left. finally hit a three. Ever since LeBron left, the Cavs media and the general fan base there. Clamoring for something. No, no, no. Paranoid that like everybody's going to leave. Remember they were freaking out the Sexton was going to leave. <laughs> oh, Cleveland. They're talking about oh, they got to give Sexton a max or he'll leave. <laughs> what the hell? It's got to oh. be tough being a Cleveland sports fan. It's really not. I mean, it, it probably is for like the if you're in the city and that's all you hear all the time, then I agree with you. I have some perspective being outside. You know, I honestly feel bad for them. I'm like, guys, stop listening to this bullshit. <laughs> like quit, quit letting these people 
it's like all pitchforks all the time, which again goes back to the conversation we're having earlier, right? What gets attention in Cleveland, what gets attention is saying the sky is falling. If the sky is falling always, it's always falling. They're like always looking for like the next, they're like eternal losers. They're always looking for the next shoe to drop as to why they'll lose again. You know, it's just like bears. Yeah. It's like, just, you've got a chance now, like enjoy it, enjoy it while you can. Oh, I'd say the same thing about your Lake show. Got Kevin Love. Enjoy your, enjoy the Lakers. They got a chance. I can't. I can't enjoy them. Like I can't enjoy this them is, as long as AD is there. I can't do it. This I man just, has a team with multiple All Stars and Olympians. Mm-hmm. The best player on the planet. He's like, oh, I can't stand it's it. Not enjoyable for me. Yeah. Sorry. <clears throat> San Antonio completely fell apart at the end of the game. Dallas just took over. Luca did Luca things. They just well, Luca's that. Luca is apart. him. Luca is that guy. Yeah. God, yeah, he, he like his body control. He pulled this move where he euroed and did it slow enough to get contact from somebody behind him. Gave a little pump, got the bump, and then and one. I'm just like you're. He's cheating. that guy, and he's the whole. He's he is that dude in the whole league. Yeah, everybody. And I think I don't care who it is. Durant, him. Steph. No, mm-mm. if I gotta pick one player, I need a bucket to win a game. Luca Doncic. Luca. Yeah, he's got thirty. Dude's an assassin now. Yeah. Huh. He's a cheat. He's got, he's got a triple double 33, 10 and 14. Yeah. Even, even, even Jokic is not, he's not, he's not Luca. Luca's no. probably just has no help, man. Out there with fucking Kyrie Irving and shit. Yeah. Like he needs some actual, if like he had an actual cast, if he was in Golden State, you know, if they had a couple all stars, if he was like on a, on a well run organization. Yeah. Different story. But yeah, Luca's a killer. He's got that. Yes, he is got that kobe gene mm, he's definitely got that mom mentality because he's also trying to step on your neck and never let up you guys remember this remember when he came out of the draft i wanted the calves to go get him so bad i was i felt really really early on the luca train i was like trade everything everything i need every pick sexton all of it trade everything we have go get yeah. this man <laughs> go get this yeah. one player and i remember my best friend uh, he's a Hawks fan. We usually go to Cavs Hawks games together. They traded him, and I was just yeah. you were going to eat this for the rest of your life. He was like, I don't know. And I remember the first year. He's like, I don't know, man. Trey Young's pretty good. And it's like the East Coast Steph. <laughs> no, no, no. That's that's not what he is at all. He told me that for years. It took maybe two or three seasons before he started to let that one go. Yeah. He's like, we got Steph Curry. I was like, well, meanwhile, they've got Kobe Bryant. Which one do you want? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Well, that is going to do it for this episode of the Play Some Video Games podcast. Please feel free to check us out over the Twitters at PSVG. Give us a sub on the YouTube at youtube.com slash at PSVG. Hit us up over on our Facebook and join us for all of our nonsensical conversations on the discord anything you want to say to the people Delvin because you've been quiet no (laughs) until next time play some video games